Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. In today's episode, gearing up at the Chosen's headquarters for the next leg of their journey, Fate's Gambit hears a troubling message from Clovar himself addressing the rest of the world. What ripples will this message by Clovar cause? Find out in this episode of the Paper Dungeon. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Paper Dungeon. We are so excited to be playing tonight. It's going to be a beautiful. Thank you, Grant. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode of uh, the Pied Pipers Volume One. I think is what yes. we called it, right? Something like that. Yep, that's nice. it. It was awesome. I'm sure it was. I'm glad that you guys got to play. I'm glad you guys took care of things. Hopefully, we have an episode for you next week. Grant and I will both be out of town next week. So we're hoping to get one pre-recorded, but uh, check out the Discord to get all the updates on that and know if it's going to be main episode or pre-recorded episode or something with Aaron and Drew. Don't boo me, I'm right. None of the above. None of the above. So just we might just play up. basketball, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Aaron and I specifically are going to play basketball together. Yes, the people who I are would known to be very to good watch at basketball. the two of you play one-on-one -on -one basketball. Mostly because I just want to see Aaron mow over Drew. Except I, I, and, I will never score a point. <laughs> like Aaron will always have the ball. I would, yeah, I was gonna say I'm never gonna touch the ball, but Aaron's never gonna score. Dog, you're gonna be ragdolling all over the court. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be like fade away, and it's just gonna drop like ten feet in front of the basket. <laughs> Sounds fun. I'd anyway, before we get started with tonight's episode, we do have a few quick announcements to get through. The usual announcements. Uh, we'll start with Aaron. I never start with Aaron, so let's start with oh, that. Scrub lords. We have a Discord, and you should be in it. That's pretty much the whole thing. It's a pretty cool place filled with cool people. They say cool things. And sometimes we and, and like post when we're going to be doing stuff, or if we're going to be doing stuff, and sometimes some other cool stuff in there. All around, it's just a nice place. You can just say hello and find stuff out. Speaking of finding things out, I'm not sure if you know, but you're about to find out about our website, www.thepaperdungeon.com, on which we have a merch store where we sell t-shirts and coffee mugs. Well, actually, I don't know if we sell coffee No, we couldn't make mugs. the coffee mug work. Scratch the mug, guys. They're we sell <laughs> stickers, though. You best believe it. That's um, basically good enough. You could just stick a sticker on a coffee could, mug, yeah, and you then you have put a sticker on a coffee mug, and then that's, that's actually a good point. It's now a paper dungeon coffee. It mug. is not heat resistant, so do not or dishwasher safe. Yep, don't do that. But if you just want to hand your wash with mug, cold water, you can do that. Actually, water, liquids in general, and stickers not exactly a <clears throat> get a you know cast just, you know, iron cup, one that can be seasoned. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, you know, just go on there, search through, uh, and you know send us your money for merch and that's those things nice uh grant you have our next announcement man i love the podcast listeners so much and the youtube viewers you're watching this raw footage every every episode it's incredible that's crazy thank you for doing so we have a lot of fun uh here are live on twitch which you could be here for sometime if you joined us on a monday evening so think about that again the discord you can get some updates and if you have amazon prime you get a free subscription which helps us out financially and you get some fun little knickknacks like emotes and a role in the discord and whatnot so consider that if you got amazon it'd be really cool consider thanks again for following. watching and Absolutely. listening Absolutely. consider the following 
All right, Andrew has our last set of announcements. Yeah, guys, uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, if you enjoy the content that you see here, uh, check us out on other social media platforms like Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitter, uh, or I can't see you counting on your fingers. YouTube Shorts. I know the counting on the fingers is for me. Um, <laughs> Wait, I got them all right. They're supposed to be like seven, right? Uh, also, if you enjoy our content and want to support us, aside from sharing us with your friends, uh, you can check out uh, our Patreon. Uh, you can and you can become a patroneer and get some extra content while also supporting us with some with some money. Uh, you can also donate uh, via via Streamlabs donate on Twitch. Or you could subscribe. And Grant, did you say did you mention the gift subscribe with with, with Prime or, or, yeah, or yeah. Amazon Prime? Free subscription. Yeah. Yeah. If you have Amazon time. Prime, you could sub for free, but you have to remember to renew it. Um what other things also, do I normally say? The best way, if you just want to support us, literally the best way to do that is to just share us with your friends and family. That yeah. is by far the best thing that you can do. Yeah. Money's great. And we need it to keep going, but like that's the best thing that you can do. So we don't yeah. just care about the money. Because sure more people brings more money. Don't listen to Aaron. <laughs> it is me, the money grubber. That's me, Aaron, the villain. Grubber. Oh, Aaron, where, what's what's the what's the dragon who's the Lord of Coin? Uh, oh shoot, I don't remember. Thornlin or something no, no. like that. It was Terra Colomos. No, that was mine. Yeah, I'll think. I, you know, I was thinking about it earlier this week, and I couldn't Tolkien. remember it either. Um, Tel Lord oh, of yeah. Coin. Whoa! How do you remember that? Nice, good job, DJ. It, it, I think yes. about it every day. Telecafraxis, Lord of every Coin. Day. I definitely would have never thought of that. That's a good name. I should have written that. <laughs> Telecafraxis is a good name. Well, with all Lord of those of announcements, got it well. with all of those announcements done. Let's go ahead and get started with tonight's episode, episode 33-33 of the Paper Dungeon. Drew, roll the clip. Welcome to Nicomuris, a world of lost legend and forgotten lore. As the world, still recovering from the decimation of the trial, approaches the turn of the century, Ancient evil returns with a lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us into a planar conspiracy as powers beyond your imagination plot the downfall of all that is right and good. Three years have passed since our heroes fought a war to reclaim a fallen land. Now, they must once again take up arms and write a new story, a tale of glory, fear, and fortune. As they make their way through, the Paper Dungeon. Dead. <clears throat> it just ha it happened so suddenly, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Aaron, terrible joke. <laughs> Aaron will be taking over as Edward. Yep. Hello. Can't, the body's Hello. not even cold, guys. Come I on. Play Edward on the paper. We have a show to put on. <laughs> also, I like that you can see Grant's arm. There he is. He's coming back. He's coming oh back. Oh my god, he is risen. 
Wow. Hi, Grant. We're live, by the way. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, in the last episode, our party has been helping their friend Leshka as he tried to evade dragons that were coming for him. Specifically, there was four of them. There was Varim Rysir, the Prince of the Dragons, his handler, and Duskfell, another couple of dragons um, to aid them as they were hunting down Leshka, trying to get his part of the rod that he retrieved from the Valley of Kings. The party joined him a little way south of the Valley of Kings as he'd been making his way. Um, And in the end, the result was four dead dragons. Um, Pretty great absolute victory it was pretty great it was it was a pretty simple victory for you guys um you divided and conquered you ended up with four dead dragons some of them being or one of them being an ancient dragon so rather impressive feat um the other being the prince of the dragons another impressive feat and you then spent the rest of the day harvesting their bodies gathering scales parts the part of their internal mechanisms that create their breath weapons. I had yeah. a name for it at one point. But the I can't breath remember. sack. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Think he it's like the throat the sack, sack or something like breath that. Breath sack last episode or something. Yeah, yeah. The uh, icky pouch. The icky pouch. No. Yeah, you spend your time harvesting their bodies before making your way um, to Gambit's Keep to get cleaned up for some well-earned R&R. You separated with Leshka and Lada once again to rest keep them. Rest and relaxation. Oh, I was going to ask if it meant rest and recovery. It's close enough. Either way, they both work. Okay. Reuse uh, and recycle. Reuse and recycle. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that, but, see, but see, that's R, R, and R because it's reduce, reuse, recycle. That's no, we don't reduce here. We just skip to step two. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got your R. And our singles, just two. What does that stand for again? I forgot. Reduce and recycle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you separated from Leshka and Lada. Wait, Afterwards, you decided that the next course of action to take would be to meet up with members of the Order of the Chosen, the order that uh, uh, Edward uh, Ebenthar, Eben, Edward Ebenthar, oh my mm. gosh. Edward Ebenthar. Ebenthar. You uh, married in? Yes. <laughs> what did yes. you marry my sister? She didn't. He married Sam Ebenthar. Uh, Edward and Fellows, otherwise known as the Pied Piper, as was revealed in the previous episode. Dun, dun, dun. A, well, people don't really know Edward's the Pied Piper. Vigilante-esque yes. character. Revealed to the party. Uh, Cape Crusader, if you will. Uh, him and Abathy being a, uh, 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 what is it? The... The dynamic, the dynamic duo, duo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a dynamic duo esque crusade, um, ratting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of detectives, kind of spies. Those Just type of guys piping all over town. Piping all. I hate. I hate that. I'm... That's a <laughs> terrible phrase. Yes, Aaron. I uh, I would like to apologize because I forgot this disclaimer in the previous episode in which I DM'd. But uh, any likenesses to characters in reality or fiction are entirely coincidental, and nothing in that episode uh, should be considered canon. Um, it was entirely from pr- the perspective of the comic. This is what happens in the comic, not necessarily what happened in real life. 
So if if Edward does not pull out a pair of rat themed roller skates in the future, there's a reason I, for that. I, I feel like I need to go back and watch this now. Bro, it was if, something. If he doesn't pull out his rat orang, then we're not going to ask why. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Or you, his uh, rat pulling hook. I'm going to return to return. You guys went to the church, the headquarters of the Order of the Chosen. This is a order that has been around since the trial. It was uh, established by Lon and Tari um, as a way of continuing her legacy on the material plane, specifically carried out by three families, the family Artemis, Rain, and Thane, each with a different um, uh, kind of um, domain that they protect and enforce and so on and so forth. Um, within this order uh, and Edward is a part of. And so you decided to meet up with them to kind of touch base with this like world organization to make sure that like everyone's on the same page, nobody's stepping on any toes, nobody's like going to use this massive world organization to like betray the whole world and everything's going to die, all yeah. those fun things. Um, so you met up with the leaders, uh, Regal Artemis, Julia Rain. And uh, Baraka Thane, uh, and you discuss the situation. You, I hate that. It made me think of <laughs> Bunce, Boggs, and Beans, or whatever their names were from um, the Fox Bo- Bogus? movie. No. Um, Mr. Fantastic Fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not gonna lie. Bunce, B- Binky, Bogus, and Bunce. No, it's Bunce like and Beans. That. It's I think it's like boggus buns and beans or something like that. None of these words are real. <laughs> Boggy, bookie, yeah. and and bung. Nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrew. I'm trying to get through this recap so we can move on to this, but we, we keep getting distracted. You talked with these leaders. Uh, you had some suspicions about all of them. A few raised eyebrows, leaned in just a little bit, and a little speculation. He pulled the glasses down a hair, but seemed like everybody was shipshape, um, and nobody was at least an outright traitor. Maybe a traitor, but at least not an outright traitor. Um, which we like. You discuss the situation. Miriam Azima was also there as sort of a representation of the sacrifices um, you guys discussed plans and moving forward, how you want to move about things. The Order of the Chosen is going to move forward with some of their plans, with some global um, rallying, gathering of some of allies, um, continuing to uh, root out traitors. You guys are being prepared to fight Rikorum, the king of the dragons, along with being prepared that when the day comes and you need to face Wisteria Vale, um, who you think will probably be a more difficult fight, you will be able to take her on along with some newfound allies, such as Lorelai and Miriam. Both women that would love to just go ham on Wisteria. Yeah, just as an aside, Drew yeah. is so looking forward to th- to a, this cat fight between, between Miriam Azima, Lorelai, Wisteria Vale, and Abathy Triplewitz. And Abathy Triplewitz. Dog, I'm going to go full Zuko on it. I'm going to show <laughs> up. And I'm, I'm going to show up and they're going to be like, all right, it's time to find her. And go, no, she's off today. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's, I'm going to end up getting lightning bolted in the chest. 
It's just gonna go bad. Hey, no spoilers. And then, and then, but then, but then, Lorelai is gonna, gonna be sa- so thematic. But then Lorelai is gonna save you, and you're gonna say thank you, longing, like longingly looking into her eyes. But I know that you know, there's someone else. Uh, Y'all are gonna lose your out. stuff when Edward diverts sides, dude. That's Real gonna be chat, crazy. Though. That Agni Kai scene is probably one of the best scenes in all of cinema. Just saying, I've rewatched it like a day ago. It's so good. You can't not just love it. It's amazing. Everything about that scene is fantastic. The cinematography, the firebending, the the choreography, the soundtrack. (laughs) What have I done? Everything about it's amazing. I strive every day of my life to be as cool as as that scene is just in general. Anyway. But we are going to pick up where we left off, specifically with you guys having just ended your meeting with the leaders of uh, The Chosen. Yeah. And you're making your way to a couple different locations. Aventhe, you're heading down to a workshop. You have some plans to upgrade your items, to upgrade Edward's lot, rod of lordly might. Uh, Cather and Avent- Cather and Kiyomura were making their way down to the weapons hall, yeah. the armory, to kind of see what they could pick up. And Edward was on his way to the gift shop. Yeah. I wanted to get some trinkets. So, <laughs> what? Like, I'm just are you actually going to, to a gift shop right now? It isn't a gift shop. I'm just laughing. And because all. Grant definitely totally forgot that he had made that joke at the end of the episode. <laughs> so when I brought it up, I just watched him like as it like clicked. Oh, yeah. I did make that joke. Don't, yeah, don't that's where I'm going. Yeah, after this, and Cather's gonna be like fully decked out in like solid gold armor that like blinds you by being gold near armor it. is a terrible idea. Dog, no, 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 it's just, just gold because that's how like holy like it is. It's made of <laughs> it's normal gilded, metals, bro. and then it's, it's just gilded. like gilded. And then Abby's gonna show up, and he's like. Just wearing some sick kicks or something. I don't know. And then and it's gonna be like, we're all some ready to go. Mess. And then and then Edward shows up and he's like, you got a snow globe. <laughs> exactly. Up, exactly. A commemorative bobblehead. Yeah. Edward's gonna Edward's gonna show up with like a foam finger and like a bobblehead hat on. It'd be like, yeah. guys, and it can't be on display. It can't be on display because it's secret. It is um secret. to clarify exactly secret. what Edward will do probably network a bit um you know this is a chance to meet some very important (laughs) prominent figures that are helping the world you know um so i think he's going to try to make some friends who knows what's gonna happen once this clovar situation blows over edward on that sigma grind set right now uh so that's probably what edward's up to absolutely so uh, we'll do we'll do Catherine Kiyomura first. Sure, why not? Let's do it. You, you guys make your way down. If you remember, this building is like a massive Catholic cathedral. Just yeah. just an enormous building with layers upon layers of of artwork and design and intricacy and just gaudy Gothic architecture. Very very uh, beautiful, but kind of over the top. And if you remember, there's like 10 stories to this building. Um, you guys are at the very top one. It's all a it's all a vaulted ceiling. So there's this balconies that look over the main uh, foyer, foyer. That's how foyer. I say it, foyer. Um, and so you can kind of see everybody bustling around beneath you. Um, and you begin to make your way down to the armory. Yeah. 
little do you know that the armory is about 10 floors beneath the foyer. No. Oh, great. So you got a long ways to go. You got about 20 floors to go down. So you're making your way down, you and Kiyomura. You kind of have, there's um, a, uh, a man has been assigned to you to guide you down. Um, so if you have any questions on anything, you're welcome to ask him. Um, maybe? Nope. You I mean, my, my Cather's only question would be if if the if if the enchanter is near the armory if he if if you know if, or if the armorer is also an enchanter that would be my only question because like you know i don't want to walk that far i'm just <laughs> i'm just curious on if how much walking i how am i going to get all my steps in for the day if you'd like we can stop where the enchanters work and work with that cuz that's going to be on the fourth floor and oh, then we lovely. can make our way down to the armory Okay. And work well, because if if I'm being honest, like most of the things that I would want is just like, like upgrading what I already have. Like, like my armor is already pretty good. I don't need like more armor. I just like new armor. Like just maybe like and like take the armor I already have and like enchant it if possible. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, like I don't need like a go down to the armory and like get like a new sword or anything, you know. All right. Well, let's make our way down to the enchantment. Uh, the enchanting area and see what they can do for you. Thank, thank you. That'd be lovely. Uh, this guide leads you down several floors before you find yourself in this um, kind of stuffy room mm. that's kind of overpacked with stuff. Um, you can see that there are scrolls that are like that are falling. There's like piles of scrolls that are like kind of falling over, and they've like placed a chair against them to keep the scrolls <laughs> from falling over. Um, and there's just piles of armor. There's armor stands that have like too many pieces put on them, where it's like they put on a chest plate and they kind of put on another chest plate, and they have a helmet that's kind of hanging off to the side and gauntlets, all this type of stuff. Just so much stuff that is just piled up in here. It's a real mess. Um, it's a hoarder's nightmare. And when you pop, when you uh, enter. You see this old, crazy-looking man kind of pop his head up. He's balding at the top, but he still has a ring of hair, and it's just poofy, kind of all over the place and kind of scraggly. He's got on these big, super thick glasses that kind of drift down his nose a little bit, and he's, like, constantly kind of putting them up. Um, He smiles wide, and he's missing several teeth. Um, He then goes and kind of tries to straighten his hair a little bit, and you can see that he's missing the first three fingers on his left hand. Oh, jeez. the last two on his right hand um so he's missing five of his ten fingers um this poor man that accounts for at least one fully operable hand yeah if he if he puts if he, if he puts, puts them together like that puts them together and he has it's perfect he has a hand oh what can i do for you hi uh i'm cather this is my friend kimura we're we're new here i guess you could say Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm Themes. Themes. It's a great to make your acquaintance, Themes. Uh, we are uh, adventurers, you could say. We, we going on very dangerous missions. Yes, yes. And, and have been, uh, well, we're looking into maybe gain some upgrades for our, yes, some of our yes. equipment. Yes. Uh, right. Anyway, yes, yes. I, have a, a I, have a, man. I have a few things that I'm looking for. I apologize. Uh, first of all, I was curious. Do you have what? What kind of potions do you have here? Potions. Yes. I'm an enchanter. I don't have potions. You don't have potions. 
that's in depth. You know, why would I have potions? Okay. I'm trying to go to the potions guy for that. Okay, I turn to his my guide. Is, his I turn... name is Thames. <laughs> I, I turn to my guide and I say, uh, I'm also going to need to go see an alchemist, apparently. Your guide just goes. Uh, all right, great. Good to know. Second question. Uh, I have this armor. It's made of, of uh, mostly mithril, but also has an adamantine mm. chest plate. Uh, oh. Is it possible to get this enchanted? Of course. Okay, that would be lovely. Uh, what do you if, want? Uh, if I mean, just some you know magical protection would would be would be great. General Hardin, you got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that would be that'd be fantastic. And then yeah. also, uh, I have uh, this magical tattoo. Um, however, hmm. it's the enchantment on it isn't quite fully finished it's very close from what i from what i was told when i first got it um mm -hmm. if if it's possible to, to finish the like the last little bit of that that would be also very helpful um okay he cather takes off his armor and and kind of sets it on like the table and then he takes off his shirt to show reveal the tattoo oh oh yeah he, uh, like ten people as you're doing faint this, in the background. Themes uh, goes up to this table off to the side that's just covered in stuff and just and throws everything off the table. You hear some like some glass instrument shatter oh, as it gets all crumbles and papers tear and books fall and all this type of stuff. Before he just goes and he kind of goes up to you. And now that he's approaching you, you can see that he's a small, kind of frail-esque man. Like, probably around, like, 5'5 five, five or so. Um, kind of hunched over a little bit. Very, very gaunt and um, kind of ghastly in his build. Not not very big, very pencil-thin. Comes up to you, and he grabs you with an iron grip. Ooh, something that you would not it's, expect. It's he's the got old that, man like, strength. Old strength. That old man handshake grip, you yeah. know? He just grabs you like an iron grip and kind of pulls you over and just kind of like, kind of grabs you by your ribs with like your cold hands. You're like, okay, I can do it, Gramps. Like I got it. As he like, kind of like shuffles you onto the table and lays you down. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I wasn't going to say it, Grant. I didn't say anything. What did, what did you say? Nothing. They didn't say anything. They just looked I at each other. Nothing at all. Please continue. Thing. He then pulls down from uh, the ceiling this massive arm um, with a set of um, of magnifying glasses that he can come down to really peer in. And he kind of pulls this down and looks through it with one eye, which immediately makes the eye look massive to you as he like has like seven layers of magnification. He's kind of like looking over your tattoo. Ah, the line work is good, but the coloring is terrible. All right. Um... Yeah, I can, I can, I can take care of this. I can take care of this. And he kind of shoves that off to the side as it kind of like just spins away, almost hitting him in the back of his head uh, before he pulls out this old school tattooing system. We're talking like a needle on a stick and a mallet that he uses yep. and pounds in like this. Um, and then pulls out a chisel and starts carving little symbols into the needle. Very he delicately. His, he takes his own shirt off and he is just tatted to the nose. <laughs> like, just, just, it's ridiculous. You also very much kind of look at the needle and realize that this needle has been used many times. And you kind of go... It's okay. It's okay. I can, cure, I can cure any diseases. 
They're like, if I was not immune to being sick, this would be terrible. This would be a horrible idea. Good thing I have tetanus resistance. I was going to say, it's a good thing I updated my on my tetanus shot. Yeah. He then kind of updates some of the engravings in the needle. And it takes a good while. He probably spends a good like 10, 15 minutes just awkwardly silent. I, am I still, I, I'm just like, still laying on the table. You're just laying on the table. Kiyomori just kind of... And there, everyone's only he like touches it. He at one point, Kiyomori kind of like goes to look at something and he touches it and it falls off, breaking the silence for a second. He just goes, Sorry, before kind of like stepping back again. But eventually, the needle is uh, updated and the man goes to town on you. Just like if you. If you hadn't already gotten a tattoo with other methods, you would think that this is like the most efficient method just off of his experience. Just wow. And he's doing the two R's by using the same needle, which is cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. Cycle and reduce. Yeah. Um, what do I like, reuse and recycle probably? Is that the ones that we settled on of the three? Yeah. I don't know. No. We don't reduce here. Reduce. We never reduce. That was a, a yeah. mistake on my word earlier. Oh, we I see. reuse and we recycle. We never reduce. Not right. here at the Paper Dungeon. That's not our policy. Reposting? Yeah, we'll. Yeah. Yeah, we repost. If we <laughs> ever use those. I'm just kidding. Ideas. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Continue with the needle jabbing, please. We're going to go ahead and take a break from this, actually. As this needle jabbing is going to take about an hour. Nice. You were just going to say, we're actually going to take a break. And I'm like, DJ, it's been 30 minutes. It's been 30 minutes. You can't do that. It's been 30 minutes and half of it was a recap. We're still in the exposition. Oh, you can't do that, buddy. (laughs) You are led to um, a workshop and it is state of the art. Like you almost are grumbling to yourself because you're like, like, I can't even like can't even make fun of this workshop this is like almost as good as mine if not maybe maybe the same you i know? still uh i still do <laughs> i i complain about things that aren't even there just at the hope that the person who's showing me around doesn't realize that they are <laughs> but you do have a guide who uh kind of walks you through everything and at first like the guide doesn't know who you are He's like, yeah, I'm like showing this random dude to this workshop. And so he's yeah. going through and he's like, and this is our crystal ball. Yeah, I, yeah, and here you go. And like, here's where the Audronite is stored and all this stuff. Be really careful with that. You're going to be fine. And he gets like 10 seconds into doing that before the other, there's a, a guy that passes by it out the window and kind of like stops and gawks at you, Abanthea. And it's like, he could, realizing he could, who you are. The other guy could sense my bloodlust. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> this this idiot just is completely just dull to it. He he kind of like looks at looks at the guy outside and goes, what? and then looks at you, and kind of connects the dots. Um, yeah, I, right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. Hey, yeah, uh, I I wrote a book, which I'm sure that you don't know because frankly I'm not sure if you can read. Um. Uh, study up, kid. Uh, yes, wow. yeah, yes, sir. Um, right, so right much. away, right away, sir. Uh, what was what was the book? You know, it'll do you some good to find it. Ask ask the fellow out there. He seems like someone who might know something. Oh um, A rare thing gonna, to find here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go now. Okay. Um. Yeah, you do that. Don't, I'll, I'll be doing important be, things. Be careful i guess anyway um bye <laughs> steps outside and you're careful left. is for people who aren't good 
<laughs> you left to your devices inside the workshop. Please explain to me what you'd like to do here. Uh, well, um, long ago, back before Abanthi was a part of the whole Gambit's Keep thing, or the, the, the whatever. Bates Gambit. I keep just thinking about Gambit's Keep all the time. Love that house. Um, <laughs> but uh, long before, uh, right, act- actually right before he first took Talanashta out um, to like uh, adventure and stuff like that. Um, kind of the convincing part of it was for his birthday, he was given a spell piercer, also known as impracticality, um, because it was given a name by both of its makers. But it is an incomplete weapon. Um, because it was meant to have input from all three of them, and Aventhe had never gotten to the point where he was in a good enough place to be willing to change something that Talanashta had made. Um, but now she's back, uh, and so Aventhe is going to finish uh, finish spell piercer. Um, so that's one of his projects. Um, he's also going to uh, just on the side during like one of the moments in time where it's like, all right, I have to let the the engraving sit for thirty minutes. <laughs> he's also going to fiddle around with some like little metal pieces and enchant them, uh, so that way when you click one, all of them make a click noise, and then he like opens the door to a demi plane and goes into the demi plane and like clicks one and then the one outside of the demiplane still clicks and he's like nice and then he'll also modify Edward's uh, rod of lordly might to give it a, a few more uses that he thinks that Edward will actually use hey, yo. So, uh, that's that's all of the things that Abby does in that time yeah yeah it's gonna take probably a little more than an hour oh, yeah. uh, while that's going on Edward you were networking, you're hanging out, you're talking to the guys around the water cooler, shooting the breeze, talking about the time when you went backpacking in Patagonia a few years ago. Good right, old time. The southern tip of South America. It was awesome. You've got to try this place downtown. They have bottomless mimosas. It's incredible. <laughs> you've got to. It, you've got to go sometime. After a little while, would you like to try and go find one of your comrades? Do you meet a friend? What you tell me what happens Here's, over the course of this 45 minutes, Grant. Yeah, let me debrief you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, inform me. Just what's going on here, man? There's a lot of interesting, strange organizational culture within the workplace of the chosen. Since the chosen is somewhat a religious institution, mm-hmm. but also includes more secular individuals. It, it creates a, a big mix of many different, you know, superstitious ideals and practices. So many of the people that are involved in The Chosen in some ways believe that since they are involved in this thing that is for the improvement of the world, right? And the very thing that the gods would prefer them to do, they believe that they also meet people in this place doing the same thing for the divine purpose of the gods and their intentions. So they believe that some of the most important first impressions and meetings you ever have are inside the walls of the chosen headquarters. And although not everybody believes that, they all have this same kind of practice, which Mm -hmm. would be 
If you have two glasses of wine in your hand and you are walking around the common space, it is customary that that shows other people that you are prepared to have a conversation with them and offer them the wine, but they have to approach you. So that's what well, Edward has been doing. It's like going to a convention that gives you different colored wristbands. <laughs> where it's like single taken yeah have you seen the, have you seen the, the grocery <laughs> yeah. stores that are like when you walk in you can grab a different colored basket and depending on the colored basket it's like talk to me or don't talk to me yeah 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 that except it's wine red wine is like yo i'm like i'm looking to get a little saucy in the workplace 100%. white wine like yo we're like strictly business <laughs> oh, dessert Jesus. wine is is one thing yeah 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 exactly so <clears throat> i guess edward would have been doing that um and just waiting for somebody to approach where him. do you get the wine there's a yeah, there's is yeah, it I, like a water cooler of yeah, wine no, there, there's it's a water. common space bro you know you know how a fro it's like a lounge where they have like built-in yeah. in the it's wall like all the they have wall. to have it with wine <laughs> just, just like wine, wine wine barrels it's and it's in like paper <laughs> little cups. tap yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah. you don't get to see what type of wine it is until they hand it to you as a little mm -hmm. like, wine. like oh this person's Ooh. like this okay yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a mystery wine tasting yeah absolutely that's um, part of the conversation so i will say edward talks to whoever approaches him whoever oh. that might be whatever they might do i so hope you get stabbed it is customary right that you give them the time right you you uh you're standing around um just kind of you got your your cups of wine kind of walking around kind of excited you know just kind of trying to figure out who's gonna approach you making eye contact with some people i'm trying to walk around the more important looking people that Absolutely. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're, the, suits, you're the intern like... that's trying to hang out with the C with the C suite. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um within that C suite of people, we'll say, you notice a guy kind of glance over and he seems like he could care less about whatever they're talking about. Not you, but whatever the rest of the group is talking about. Like he just hates whatever the politics are that they're discussing. And this is a rather interesting fellow. He's a he's a bit on the taller side, uh, probably around six two, six three or so. Um, kind of like a basketball player build, where he's not like just massive, but he's very, very, very athletic with his build. Um, but the so biggest... Edward, in response, if you don't mind me, yeah, uh -huh. Edward, in response, it is also customary mm -hmm. that if it looks like someone would like to talk to you, yeah, please wink right? Him. Since they have to approach you, it's customary to sit at an empty table with and place the wine on the other side, which is a, an invitation. So mm -hmm. Edward does so. Perfect. After seeing this person. You see this person, and you don't know how you missed it before you sat down. Oh, dad. no. But the biggest thing that kind of makes it suddenly interesting to you is these two secondary limbs that come off the back of his shoulders that aren't quite human. It's covered in a cloak, but you can see the tips of red claws, like crustacean claws, kind of drifting just a couple of inches above the ground, kind of tucked away under this cape. Living uh, like Larry. Living like Larry, man. <laughs> he notices you sit down, you place the cup across. You even go so far, you're just like, you like pat the seat. 
kind of smiling nice and big. Yeah. And he uh, kind of Acting casually, though. I don't want to... Yeah. I'm not you're, too you're eager cool. for this. You're, all, you're about it. This is a yeah, professional yeah. meeting. Tell, 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 uh, go ahead, Greg. Um, roll, a, roll, a, uh, roll a performance check for me. Suave. Roll a look normal check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, don't it's like when someone's high. like, hey, quick, act normal. Can I add charisma? Yeah, that's uh, performance. It's performance. So if you're proficient yeah. oh, in performance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me look Which here. You probably, because you're a bard. Yeah, absolutely. That's a 25. Oh, you are suave. You're like, yo, man, like, if you come over, that's fine. But, like, if you don't, someone else will. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah. Uh, he kind of smiles, nods his exit to this group of friends that he's sitting with, um, and begins to stride over to you. Tall, confident, proud. Kind of one of those, like, tall, dark, and handsome guys um, with his long black hair, uh, well-dressed. He goes and grabs the back of the seat across from you. Is the seat taken? Well, it looks like you're the one that's taken it. Please, join me. Thank um, you. May I do an insight check to see if this guy seems more, like, on the more superstitious side or the more secular side, right? You can kind of tell in the chosen kind of the reasons people are in. Some people are in because they really believe in it. Some people are in because of the benefits, right? Yeah, and they so, have incredible health care. <laughs> like, their insurance is, <laughs> is so quality. Yeah, the benefits but, are out of this world. Yeah, go ahead and make an inside check. Dog. Okay. Like, 30 days paid leave, <laughs> vacation, sick That's a day. lot. Um, yeah, uh, that is 23. Those have really good life insurance for your family. Oh my, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's incredible. The, dental and, uh, eye care. Mm -hmm. Ho home insurance, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, they also have one of those, uh, the saving accounts. Uh, um, that, uh, Roth, Roth, one, Roth, right. I, like, is it 23? Yeah. 23 um, DM. <clears throat> he's pretty hard to read, for sure. You're like, kind of you know, giving him the once over and you can tell that this man has been playing like the courtroom game for a long time. Kind of, he's got that mm. poker face pretty much down. He's pretty hard to read based off of the little bit of body language that you can get. Um, for this specific question, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult to answer off body language like that, but you don't see any particularly religious regalia adorning him. Um, you can see that he is well off, very countly in how he dresses. Um, definitely an enjoyer of the benefits that he has here. Um, and so it's pretty hard to tell where his heart lies. You can definitely see that he enjoys the benefits that he has working for him, but you don't know so much on if he truly is a believer in the, the mission or if he really does like doing this. Okay. On the other hand, you notice very quickly that he's a simic hybrid. Very, very rare. That's why he has the crab arms off the back of his arms. If you remember, this is the project that Lorelei is heading up back in... Froidrana. Um, uh, thank you. I, was I can't believe that, I was that, right on that. You're right, Froidrana. I was thinking like, Elon Ryan. I was mixing the two of them up, but... That was the like lab that Abenthe talked with yeah, Lorelai. that lady. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the project that she's hanging up. She's creating elite soldiers with the Simic Hybrid project. Um, wow, wow, wow. And wow. so this guy being one of them, 
can tell you can tell that tells you that there's a level of maybe not fanaticism but devotion to a cause of some sort being willing to be an early on experiment in body um manufacturing bodily uh artificially manufacturing like adjusting and stuff uh, interesting that modification modification thank you that's the word i was looking for Good modification I, was, I, was I don't know why yeah, i couldn't think of that uh yeah. so yeah he's definitely an interesting fellow uh, edward will I oh enjoying this drink oh my name is edward and fellows i hail from athala it's very nice to meet you and you are like the Lythakora, very nice to meet your acquaintance. I hope I can provide you a more interesting meeting than that over there. Those over there are great for entertaining rocks. But some right. with the history it's going through now, I would imagine has many stories. Yes, it does have many stories. I thought Othala was an interesting enough place before the war, but after seeing it go down firsthand, well, it's been pretty interesting since, to say the at, least. At this point, he, uh, he, as you're talking, he goes to grab the cup of wine, um, but he does it with the claw arm on the back of his left side, kind of just a gentle pinch, and lifts and drinks with it. That's so snip, cool. Snip, snip. <laughs> just crushes the glass. But I'm not Peter Pan. I'm the crocodile. <laughs> How is Athala doing? I would say quite well. It's coming along anyways. It will never be like it once was, but in some ways it's better. And what position do you hold there? What, where are you stationed? Well, I recently was. What's the title for Athala? I can never the remember. The Thane. The Thane? Okay. <clears throat> well, I did hold the position as Thane of Athala, but unfortunately more important matters came around and now my wife is. I've been traveling since. You are you under the family thing, or I'm confused with that term. Frank, no, I'm I'm not with the family thing. It simply means ruler where I'm from, uh, of sorts. It was circumstantial, right? What a fascinating circumstance to find yourself in. It was interesting to say the least. And so, which family are you serving? That's such a good question, TJ. Artemis or Rain? It was, it was rain. It's, the, it's the lore one. It's the lore, it's it was, the lore it one. Rain. The family Thane. <clears throat> it is Thane? Thane's so, lore. Rain, right. rain is magic. Thane is lore. Artemis is war, basically. They're the fighters. That would be the family Thane. Not to be confusing. My title is sep- completely inconsequential, separate from the family I'm serving. But, but yes, I am. Characters, real or fictional, is I am serving <laughs> the family Thane. And I have been from quite some time, actually. But you see, with the... Um, I've overseen the statement of the orcs in Ocleron, which has been, I'm sure you've heard of, and that's been quite interesting. They have a lovely culture. Um, and I helped rebuild Athala after it went down. I was born there. And ever since I've been, well, doing what I can with the recent events. So your story in a nutshell is you are a city boy from Athala who watched it get destroyed, 
proceeded to rise the ranks and become leader of Athala and rebuild it from destruction and incorporate a new culture into it before retiring and letting your wife take over? That seems like a generous way of stating it, but yes, I, I, I suppose that is exactly what's happening. I romanticize life, my friend. Otherwise, All right, not- then, then please, I, I would love to hear your life and all of the romance. Please. I would like to as well, DM. <laughs> I, I am I quite know. intrigued by you. I, I, this, this man with four arms, I want to know. <laughs> what, what do you want to know, Abadi? You're not there, Abadi. Um, my life. Please, please don't, as I have done for you, don't hold back. Please tell me all of the brilliant details. I'm sure you have them. There are many, yes. But the important ones are few. My life has been rather simple. I grew up in Freudra. Uh, specifically, uh, I was raised with a hatred for my uh, neighbors, for uh, uh, La Stella. Right, La Stella? This is me having to, in the deep recesses of my lore, I think it's La Stella. You're doing it's the neighbor. So yeah, you're on it. You nailed it. Um, a hatred for La Stella. This led me as a young man towards perhaps some abashed fanatical groups that were more abrasive than needed during the time of peace that we were in. This led me to a very interesting woman. One with a different view of the world. Well, now this got more interesting. I'm listening. Edward uh, sips his wine. Unreciprocated love is never something to reminisce on, but the results are hard to uh, hard to deny. As he kind of like spreads these massive crustacean arms off the back of his shoulders. Uh, I am what is known as a Simic hybrid. Uh, been augmented with uh, these additional accessories to my body to make me more of an elite soldier. I hope they've served you well. I'm thinking You certainly seem like you know how to use them. He, as he gestures to his holding of the wine glass. Thank you. I am... Look, uh, my love did a good job with her work. But nonetheless, uh, after I after I went through my transformation, uh, there was a small skirmish um, that led to much of my brethren being either killed or captured. And I realized that perhaps this path was not one I truly wanted to live. Hmm. And so I'm thankful to say that even though I have been equipped, I have very little use in battle with these new augmentations or these old things, I should say now. This was a couple of decades ago. But now I serve the Chosen and am... Happy to play both sides, they'll say. 
act as a ambassador, perhaps. Falling in love with a woman who is augmenting individuals for the sake of taking on their neighbors. Now that is interesting. Is that truly the only reason? Just out of hatred for your neighbors? Well, that is where it started. As a married man yourself, I'm sure you understand that love is powerful and causes causes a man to do crazy things. What was that, Aaron? He's so evil, bro. <laughs> no, 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 that's a that's a full on villain line right there. You cannot. <laughs> love will drive a man to do. I'm trying to ask the right questions here. <clears throat> like, I see. Yes, I was in love with a witch once, and that did not go well. Huh. Sounds familiar. Okay, Grant, I know we give you a lot of grief. I'm not Look, Listen, you weren't. Were you? Edward's playing. Edward's playing chess here, Drew. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. <laughs> you know, Edward's speaking a, a dialect of half truths. Well, some might say that the love of other things caused them to do things that they regret later. The love of money, the love of power, the love of... The love of themselves. Could you perhaps go as far to say that your love was maybe in love with one of these things instead? No. Your question, just to ensure that I'm hearing you correctly, is one that the question is, are, was my intention misguided and truly led by something more sinister and selfish, such as love of money, power, and position? Oh, well, it wouldn't have been your fault. I'm not saying you loved those things. But you were following the love of your life who, it sounds, had a different motive. Perhaps the reason behind it all was one of those things or something more nefarious. Clearly, you said that's how it started, but it went somewhere else and you didn't stick around. I, I'd, I'd hate to think of what they're doing now. Perhaps it is better to not love at all then. Some might say so. Some might say that the loss is worth it that life is nothing without love. Is that what you believe? That love is not worth it? I know that I gave up everything for my love. And it still wasn't enough for her. You want to know something? I believe People can love good things that make them do good things. My love for Athala, it's kept me going. My love for its people. I'm here today because of it. But would that not be what you would define my love for my people is? There was my love Perhaps. for Fortrana and my hatred for La Stella that mm. led me here. 
then maybe it's silly to even put a moral lean on love. If everybody has their own reasons. Clearly, you've been led here, I've been led here, and now we're sitting together, and what does it all mean? Maybe we ought to figure out what we both love most. Perhaps that's why we're sitting here together. You need a fascinating proposition. That no matter who we are, whether good or evil, fighting for this side or that, we all have our loves. Some a love for the gods, some a love for devils, money, and other things. I must admit, I'm hesitant to love any of those things. I have friends who have loved all of those things. I'm curious, which one do you love? Edward's trying to come off, by the way, as someone who is capable of receiving this information as a non-biased person. Mm -hmm. Since he just says, I know people who love all those things. I'm yeah. hesitant to love all those yeah. things. That's his intent here, to get this guy to give him something. This dude is so evil. <laughs> I, if he's not, I'm going to be angry. <laughs> like, he's like, ooh, perhaps no matter which allegiance we follow, it is all for love. That means that he's following the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Whichever side we're on, maybe it's all fine. <laughs> mm, it's hard to know. Maybe, maybe you'd be interested in following. I don't know, Clavar. <laughs> I can, I can roll if you'd like, or I no, mean, you're I'm, fine. You're fine. Okay. I'm just. Okay. He, this is in game. He's thinking. Okay. Edward swirls his rind and observes the legs. Say rind. Wine. Wine, yeah. With what that woman did to me, she must be a devil. Ooh. And so, nonetheless, I will love the devil. Preach it, brother. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Aaron, I'm trying to spit bangers here, and you're throwing us off our game here. I don't know. I think you're nailing it. Well, Aaron is giving me time to vamp and think of responses. That's actually, I talked this out with Grant beforehand. I'm like, I'm just going to ad lib. This, that did not happen. This, <laughs> this, that did not happen. <clears throat> I see. I have, I can actually, I have a handful of people who have been in similar situations, which is interesting to me. She must have been a devil, yet you were in love, but you left. Surely you must hate the devils. You must hate the ones opposing the gods. Is that what you're getting at? There's a... I want to clarify that we're talking about, not in, not... about the same thing here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about my love for this woman. And you keep bringing up gods versus devils or are we talking about are we talking in a philosophical sense of of religion or are we talking in a in a, in a poetic Ooh. sense about women maybe a bit of both and i understand <laughs> i understand what you're saying your heart still belongs to this devil 
Oh, Yet you can't... God. You can't stay. She, she's not an actual devil, Grant. There's nothing I, I love know. more than philosophical Edward. He's like, <laughs> maybe none of it's real. Maybe it all is. Who am I to say? I'm just a man floating through this world on a cloud. <laughs> I... <laughs> I think it would be time for me to bid you adieu. Thank you for the pleasure of this conversation. Mm. And the many thoughts that it has invoked. These are things that I must ponder. It was a pleasure to meet you. And I do, I do hope we meet again. Perhaps we can speak of love a bit more. Edward bows uh, as, as he gets up. Like the Cora and like gestures and him nods his, You stand up and bow. And like the Cora, while still sitting, just kind of like nods. And you get very much the sense that you're leaving and he's not. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with <laughs> that. Before looking off into the distance and pondering this conversation. <laughs> you know, I would, I would low-key love fell it. Apart. I would so low-key love it if this guy was supposed to be like a super ally and Grant just biffed the conversation and made him a villain. Oh, okay, man. I hope he's an ally the whole time and you guys just think he's evil the entire time. Dog, he's gotta be evil. Not only did DJ have a name for him, but it is more than three syllables. I had a name for him because Grant went on a rant that gave me enough time to pull up a name generator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just a good DM. I did not have a name oh, for him. Oh, man. Um, so funny. we learned something. Edward will walk away. Let's be honest. Edward didn't even know half of what he was saying. <laughs> he, the line he just, had already hit him. He just real it, like what does Edward know about love? He but he was you know you trying. He was working the crowd a bit. The crowd being this guy, and he knew right that this guy was in cahoots with Lorelai. Heck, he only he almost said her name. So he was more so just trying to get at like, whoa. Lorelai was making soldiers against people. Edward didn't know that, so he was just trying to figure out if Lorelai's good or bad. I, I will, I... That's a great, that's a great thing to ponder there, Edward. Is Lorelai a good person? No. I can firmly answer this question for you. No, she's not. There, there, Is she there on were, our side? Kind of. There, there are many reasons why one might take on the burden of immortality for the sake of of, of power and money and potentially like religious zeal. Lorelai definitely was more towards the power side of it, where she's like, yo, like I don't have to become a lich to live forever. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Just wait until Edward drops this bomb on Abanthea and Cather, bro. Dog, there is nothing more I'm so attractive to Abanthea than powerful women. I don't know what I, else to say. I am so excited for Edward to drop this bomb. I can't wait to see how Edward or how Abanthe and Katha react. Speaking of this, let's uh let's go ahead. Ad, or Edward, you uh you've been kind of, you know, hanging around for an hour or so. After that conversation, you're kind of like, I don't know, I don't know if I want I want to talk to another person. Maybe I should go for, like find Abanthe or something. Uh, mm -hmm. And so you're able to grab someone and they guide you to the workshop that Abanthe's working in. Um, at this point, Abanthe, you've uh, done some of your engraving to 
your um, staff of power, making some adjustments to it. And right now you're in the, uh, Edward, you walk in as Abinthi has a, a demiplane open and he's just clicking. Oh no, there's still lag on that. We can't have that. We've got to adjust. Can't have lag. This is a, this is crucial. You must be falling off your ah. game, Abinthi, if, if there's a lag between dimensions. I screamed, but I actually wasn't surprised. I heard you walk in. That was for your benefit. I love it when you do that. I know. <laughs> it's so much when, I, very much when you the, don't. It is harder than you'd expect. If it was just one clicker, it wouldn't be that bad. But trying to sync up like seven clickers, is that's hard. That's hard when I have one in, in each in the seven different demiplanes. That's not easy. Seven demiplanes. Has that ever been done? I don't know. This might be a very a much easier solution to this. I haven't really put that much thought into it. So have you been? Well, you know, I just met the strangest individual. Go on. They were a... Uh, what, what are they called? Silic hybrid. Silic hybrid? Silic. <laughs> Simic hybrid. Simic. Simic. Look, I can. Sim- I didn't Simic. hear it that well. You whispered. Simic hybrid. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. Simic hybrid named Lith- Lithocora. He was a simic hybrid named Lithocora. And he, they in the past had worked with Lorelai, who initially transformed them and for the purpose of fighting their neighbors mm. that was been going on a very long wanna, time you want to know what they said they said that one they were in love with Lorelai but but two that she turned out to be a devil of a woman which is shocking isn't it No, 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 yeah, I can, I, no, I can see that. Uh, so, can, okay. can we be certain that Lorelai with this history is not, uh, is not potentially, what? I Dangerous? don't know, she absolutely empathetic is. to Clovar's cause? Uh, I doubt Clovar that. wants power. Clearly, the love of power was mm, what took see, over Lorelai. So, okay, so here's the difference, Edward. You've really got to get into the head of someone who's obsessed with power. I'm there. The problem with it is that you you end up getting this issue where someone wants power and someone else wants power. And just because those are the same things doesn't mean that they're going to both achieve power. It's kind of like if you went shopping at the market and you were looking for an apple and you go up to a, a cart that's selling fruit, but they only have one apple left. You look to the left, and there's someone else, and they also want an apple. Abinthi, Just because you both want again. an apple doesn't mean that you're going to be friends, because only one of you can have this apple. I understand the power struggle. I mean, why else are wars fought? People want something, or they want something the other half, or they want to express their power and take over. Like, uh, you know, that's that's what Clovar yes. is doing, and that's what Lorelai has done, and. Oh, I don't know. So attractive. 
yeah so there was some weird speculation knowing all of the history with these two countries and it's just it's so funny yes well um so let me yeah, tell suppose if I'm the already, rest of i'm already engaged to the devil we don't have to go that far this is just another one bad to the books all right it was an interesting conversation though yes, we're like, they I'll, seemed I'll like a Hmm? They seemed like it? a fine. I'm sorry, I'm I'm making jokes. Keep going. They seemed like a a fine individual, although they did say that they they never really expressed any interest in any particular thing, which I suppose is fine. But it kind of felt like they were dodging my questions, and you know what? Perhaps I shouldn't blame them. What is a lowly, you know? silly person without a suit don't you know? talk about yourself that way edward you are a phenomenal this man clearly had ranks and they always oh, play close to the ranks. chest edward you are you are the pied piper you don't have to flatter me don't say that edward here. you are a member of fate's gambit Okay, I also don't really like that being public knowledge. Not everybody here is super excited you about the vigilante group doing world-altering things, okay? Ruler of vigilante group? One of the, one Some of the, people say, Cather. Okay, the the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, we're you, totally... That, that's totally what some people... Time one of the leaders of the free world, Edward. And now you're married to that. <laughs> the free world. Yes. The leader of it. The free no 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 the free world specifically. You were married to the free world. I appreciate the compliments. But I have to suits. But if you among did, these I people, Abanthe, among the wrong people, Abanthe, I am everything they hate. I am the embodiment of a lack of process. And this is an organization, a non profit sort of. <laughs> it looks kind of profit. I'm, I'm not uh, gonna uh, lie. Have you seen a lack the of packages? systems. A lack of systems in, in place, right? I, I do a lot of things under. Yeah, you're you know, like you're like the bad boy of the Thanes. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want everybody to know that. Oh, Edward, they know. <laughs> Look at you! You wear your your little ascot undone. I forgot so, about the silly uniform. So I hate that you guys did that. <laughs> <laughs> your quarter rolled up. All I'm saying is, it, it the conversation made me realize one thing, Abanthe. Yes. Nothing. Not about Lorelai in particular, or even the person I met with. It it made me realize that this issue. It there could be people who we know who might have reason to be on Clovar's side that we don't. It's making me I'm I've had a pro I've had a, a problem trusting people for a while, you know. I do. The you know what happened with Newgate and all and I've been getting over that. But after that conversation, I'm starting to think that we might have a Newgate situation on our hands some way or another, and I don't want to be caught in that bad way. Hey. I'm just concerned. Here's 
the best advice that I can give you. It is it has held me true, um, and kept me alive in the darkest of times when I am surrounded by nothing but enemies and the sounds of, of combat and death. Um, assume every single person is an enemy. That's just not helpful. <laughs> That's just not practical, Abby. <laughs> every single one. Never let them slip by you. Be, don't sleep. Keep your eyes open. You're making fun of me now. I'm not. Yes, you are. I know when you're doing that. I'm, I swear. You're teasing I'm me. I'm not making fun. I might be teasing you, but I'm definitely not making fun of you. And I'm only half joking. Okay, well, at least Cather seems more suspicious than I do. So if I don't find anything, surely he will. Oh, oh, you mean like suspicious of other people, not him himself being suspicious. At least here. Have you seen the way he's been? Oh, he's been giving the people the eye. The way he looked at the families? It was, that was intense. <laughs> there was some tension there. <laughs> Hot under the collar, let me tell you. Uh, I, can, anyway. I can feel the gaze well, now. Well, well you've been you've been talking up some some person, some ex of a person. Very high level. I don't know what they do, but... No, they're one of the... It's like the, oh yes, they work in business type of people. <laughs> um, well, business is a way to put it. I'm more talking about classified documents of the, the classified organization. He, worked, he does the business. Yes. He works in... If you know uh, what I'm saying. Like... Sewage. He's an accountant. <laughs> He's an accountant. He fudges the numbers. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, ju- I, I I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. For. Well, you've been talking to uh, Mr. Fussy Bridges McGee the Third, Mr. Um, Wright. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been um, hard at work here in the in the workshop. I've I've touched up your um your your. Uh, Rod of Lordly Mind. Really? Yes. Wait, uh, wait how? What? Well, I didn't know you we could had enchant all these, like that. Uh, in, okay, enchant is... You can change enchantments on objects? Well, the nice part about the Rod of Lordly Might is that it's it's a lot more mechanical in nature than it is um, magical. And now, of course, I am very skilled magically, which severely helps. But all you have to do is switch out a couple of things, change a couple of settings. It's kind of like a universal remote, but a weapon. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay, I'm in. It's okay, you don't What'd have you to. What you do? What you have to know is that the gimme, first gimme, button... Gimme, 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 yes, gimme, 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 gimme. I hand him the rod. I don't take my hand off of it yet. I press the <laughs> button. Whoa. I press the first button. Um, the first button, uh, it doesn't seem to do anything immediately. But then I let go of it, and it remains hanging in the air. <laughs> I say, it's, okay, well, so the first it's button... It's stuck. Yes, um, if you... It makes it a flying, rideable stick. Like, you could get on it and fly. You're, you're kidding. No. That doesn't sound safe. Well, you see, we thankfully, one of the um, dragons that we fought had telekinetic capabilities. And so basically all that I did was change it so that the rod is able to maintain its uh, gravitational position in, in three dimensions. And it knows where it is by knowing where it isn't. Okay. 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 So um, it sounds you can, like you can anything. carry up to roughly 400 pounds 
um, fly it around 50 feet, uh, you know, something around there. You can also order it to fly to a certain location that's within a mile of you, and then with the command would bring it back as long as it's still within that mile. Um, wow, that's that so you can, you can kind of shuttle people to a place. You have to know where you're sending them well. So, like, if you're just in the middle middle of the wilderness, you can't just send it really nearly a mile away from you. Um, but yeah, so so it, it can fly. So that what I'm hoping for is that 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 will give you a little bit more vertical capability. <laughs> I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. How the, am I meant to steer a stick? Well, how so am I you, meant to do that? You stand there's no, it. there's no. You, you straddle the rod. And <laughs> I've been trying to avoid saying rod so hard for like five minutes. Um, but you straddle the, the rod. I'm meant to mount it like a horse. I mean, you can mount it however you want. It's not. A, I. Who am I to tell you how to mount a rod? Edward, will. Assume the position. Yes. Um, and then you tell it where you want it to go with your mind. With my mind. <gasps> it instantly starts rocketing it. Like directly yeah, just straight upwards. upwards. It's, not a, it's not a tall room. <laughs> and then so instantly. It's ceiling pretty fast. Yeah. He bonks the ceiling and then instantly drops like perfectly to the ground. The rod had no assistance. It probably accelerated the fall. Mm-hmm. And So not <clears> like <throat> that. Yeah. I don't know, Abanthe. It seems a bit touchy. I thought up and it went up. I thought down and it went down. What well, I mean, so yeah, it, so it works. Have you so next time just try thinking a little bit more directly like not just vague up or down. Think Maybe like, I where, shouldn't where get on it go, first. And then you can go. Edward focuses. Mm-hmm. And the rod starts shaking. It's slowly lifting up and starts moving around the room, shaking. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. It's working. Yeah, you'll th- have time to practice plenty. Um, I walk <laughs> over. I grab the rod. Some glass breaks. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm going to uh, kind of tap the rod, the bottom of it on the ground, and press the second button. And kind of a shimmering, like, kind of like a a teal blue uh kind of like almost not not exactly a force field because it's an actual force field but kind of a blue aura emanates in a 15 foot radius and say so this um should provide some assistance from people attacking you at range it will kind of give you if you don't have cover um it gives you kind of limited cover as well as provides some healing benefits um wow that's amazing abanthe Yep, and I'll I'll press the third <laughs> yep. button, and it will uh, kind of I'll pick it up off the ground, uh, and it will basically transform into a one-handed bazooka. I say, and so, and, and then I used um, part of the uh, the the spit sack of the um, yeah the, the green dragon the ick bag yes uh, to uh, make this so it shoots acid. Um, to kind of give you a bit of a bit of a longer range capability. That's quite dangerous. Yes, uh, don't look down the barrel. Ha! Well, of course. I'm just—you've never had really a launching weapon, so I just figured, um, you know. I helped man the cannons like a couple times. Yeah, you've got it. Um, <laughs> that was before I had this time. Yeah, uh, but oh, that um, was. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, here you go. Um, don't hurt yourself. Uh, I will not be held liable. Acid. Just right on the wall. That's fine. That's, that's, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. You handed it to me like hey. this, and I was thinking about it. At which point, one of the bricks kind of falls oh, off and shatters. Oh, this is bad. Ab- Ab- Edward's like, oh no, it's bad, and waving his arms around in the bazooka, acid bazooka. <laughs> He's just pointing like there's workers in the background. Whoa, He's like, whoa. They're like, whoa. <laughs> they're all like talking. And I'm uh, standing, and Evan goes, I'm okay with this. I'm not the one who's employed here. Edward <laughs> presses the button and it becomes the rod, and he's like, thank you, Abanthi. And you really nailed the cosmetics. Like, the, it you. looks great. And also, that color, I love the color you picked out. That's It's I a good a color. Dome. As of you're, an unknown I, color that we're never going to say. Uh, as color. you guys are having this conversation, uh, all three of you, Cather at this point, um, your enchanter has finished up with your tattoo. He's wrapped it up mm-hmm. um, with the updates, and he's actually working on your armor at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, all three of you, or four of you, Kiyomura involved, kind of notice that there's a bit of a commotion going on outside the rooms that you're respectively in. Um, you pop your head outside, and you notice there's a lot of people rushing around all of a sudden, a lot more so than there was. Like, it was already busy, but now they're, like, all kind of gathering to common spaces and all this type of stuff. What would you guys like to do? Uh, I grab the the nearest intern <laughs> running past. I just grab him by the collar. Uh, I just turn him around. I go, what's happening? Say it quickly and succinctly. Uh, message coming in from Clovar. Uh, where would I go to learn of that? Uh, main foyer. Thank you. I know where that is. Uh-huh. Quickly, come with me. Yes, by all means. I'm sure Edward gets on his rod. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, we go to the. We try to push to the foyer, the main foyer. The foyer. You join the crowds rushing towards the main foyer. Um, you can see there are also people that are rushing to the different levels of balconies. You know, kind of just anywhere where you can see. As you look over the balcony's edge, you can see that there's this massive mechanical ball that's being rolled towards the center of this um, area. Not an um, orb. Anything but an orb. <laughs> DJ, is this, is this when, when Palpatine or, gives Order 66? Is this Big Weld? Do <gasps> <gasps> well, you need fill a need? It is going to be, it's kind of Order 66-esque, I guess. Um, you this have this what? kind of rolling towards uh, Killing, like, children? Well, they're, they were Jedi children. What did you expect? I'm just kidding. That's, that's a terrible joke. I'm sorry. That's, what? I'm sorry. That, this is synonymous with that order? Well, Master technically Kavar. Order 66 is just the order for the clones to, to portray the Jedi. The clones have on us. Oh, what yeah, but Anakin is an overachiever. Moving on. Anyway. From this line of comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this orb is rolled into the center. Okay. Um, we get it. There's a marble, Dion. Can we move on? <laughs> I'm trying to! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm so tired. Grants! <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome! My favorite laugh is a Grant. It's like a gremlin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, DJ. No. 
Continue. Oh. I am excited for this. Guess what? <clears throat> Guess what? <sighs> There's what? this orb that's being yeah. rolled okay. towards the center of this foyer. Is it magnetic? No. Shut up, Grant. Okay. Just, but I it was is round. Wondering, no, definitely. Um, but it is uh, engraved with all these different um, markings and enchantments. Abanthi, you pull out a little spyglass real quick, uh, and you notice that none of these enchantments are harmful. It's solely, um, it's kind of like a big sending stone. Is basically the vibe that you're getting. This is just like a big, massive sending stone, kind of the size of like. You know the balls outside of Target, the concrete ones? Mm. Yeah. Kind of like the size of that. The size of one. Wow, what a good example. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. It's the only like thing that I can think of that was that big. I was thinking like Epcot ball sized. No, like, not, like not a, quite like that a big. Ball. No, not not a not a ball. You know, like big wall is a good good analogy. Big wall okay. sized ball. Um everybody's kind of having a ball. Yeah. Everybody's clamoring and kind of whispering, um, not really knowing what's going on. Um, you look up and you can see the three heads of the family just kind of rest their arms on the banister and look over, kind of taking in the whole scene. When this little uh, plume of smoke begins to rise out of the ball. And at first it's a small amount before it starts just oozing this smoke and billowing these this cloud of smoke and there's a kind of a little torrent of static that kind of rides inside it before you notice that the smoke kind of begins to rise and take on a form legs and torso and arms before eventually ahead and it begins to condense and coalesce into what seems to be a physical representation of Kolvar in all of his stature. You know, it's it's a little bigger. It's kind of like a, you know, Michelangelo's David, that size of statue. It's kind of like that big, you know, but proportional to Kolvar. You can tell that this is just a hulking man. And he begins to speak. And you can very quickly tell that he's not speaking specifically to the Order of the Chosen, but to everybody. He says, Hello, people of this world. Edward starts writing down what he says. You do not know me, for I am a newcomer to this time. But while my time here has been short, I have seen that you and I are the same. We are both victims of the divine. Yes, of the divine. Just like every single one of you, I have been betrayed by those that are holier than thou. You see, the gods would have you think that they are righteous caretakers, appointed by our creator. But this is a lie. Let me share their secret with you. The gods are just like you and me. They pretend to be wise, to show love 
to the people of this world, all while letting your prayers fall on deaf ears. They bask in your worship and feast on your lies, while never truly caring about anyone but themselves. They enjoy a system that was created to keep them in power, a system they themselves cannot even fight, for no divine can fight one another. I have walked this path once before. I know where this leads. When the caretakers of this world no longer perform their duty, revolt and revolution rise. We already see this amongst us, those searching for power to create their own destiny, to not abide by what the gods dictate, but by the forge of their souls and the path that they choose. Man was not made to be bound by chains. It is not in our nature. When this happened last, my entire race was destroyed. Killed by those that would go on to be worshipped. Before the gods walked the heavens, they walked the earth and left a trail of death in desolation. I do not wish to see this again. I do not wish to see this happen to your sons and daughters, to your fathers and mothers, to your brothers, sisters, and your friends. So I simply call upon you. Pray. Pray your last prayer. Let your gods know your dissatisfaction. And if they are who they say they are, caretakers of the people, they will step aside. He then gently nods and the smoke slowly begins to drift and wharf and disappear. There's a moment of silence before everybody starts talking. Everybody's whispering and clamoring. Who is that? What's going on? What's going on? Who, who did, did we, is this just for us? Is this, what's this going on? Who all saw that? Blah, 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 blah. And you can, you guys look up at the leaders of the families and you can tell they're not happy. Quickly, you start to hear reports on uh, just random people who have sending stones that begin to beep. And you quickly realize as you overhear all these different messages that orbs like these have been found in every major city on the plain. Across Talyra, uh, Saladin, all every continent, in every major city, one of these orbs has appeared and revealed Clovar as mm. this champion of the people to the world. I gotta say, if I didn't know that he was a bad guy, I'm in. <laughs> With well, that, that is kind of the point, Aaron. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and take our break for tonight's episode. So, 
We'll be back in just like 10 or 15 minutes. Don't go anywhere. Um, we got plenty of games to play. Lots of things to figure out now. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a little bit. The guy's speaking truth. He's got bars. <laughs> and we are back. Are you cackling or are you in pain? Yes. <laughs> I see. I see. Cackling, we, DM. Cackling. He'll we never got ourselves alive, a little bit of a snack, some food, some drinks. <laughs> I took a strong power nap for like two minutes. That's what a power nap is, man. It's like two to five minutes. You got it. You can nap for two minutes. I think you underestimate my power. Have you ever heard of a power nap, (laughs) Don't try it. (laughs) Might get hurt. We left after Clovar had revealed himself to the world as a champion of the people. And you guys are all just kind of sitting there, kind of shocked. Yeah. Everybody's a little confused. Yeah. You're getting reports that messages like this, these orbs that have made this same performance, have been found in just about every major city across the world. Clovar is clearly making his presence known, making a statement to the people. What would you guys like to do now? Okay. So everybody started talking. There's like no, there's, there's nobody like, there's no like chaos or like yelling. There's a little. There's pretty. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of people that are running around. There are several higher ups who are now like, crap. I gotta get like. There are several people that like were away from the city that they've been assigned to or the places they've been assigned to. So now they're like rushing to teleportation circles to try and get to where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so your damage control is about to happen. Yeah, you have a lot of people that are rushing around trying to figure out what the freak just happened. This was very unexpected. Now what do we need to do? You can tell, um, you can see that the three leaders of the families up at their top row, they, um, they're they definitely having a fairly heated conversation. Mm. Um, Miriam Azima joins them up there. Um, so you can see there's a lot of stuff going on. Yes, true. Now, DM, if I remember correctly, Aaron, you would be able to correct me if I'm wrong. When we first entered the church... We created a telepathic bond, right? Yes. Now that how long does that last for? Remind it's been me? it's it lasts for an hour. So it's only, oh, it's only been longer hour. than an hour. Okay, I, I always I, think that it's ten hours. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was longer than one hour or not. Okay, then never mind. Forget about that. Um, you're all all four of you are right next to each other. Oh, we are. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we're we're sitting next to each other. Okay, that's good. Did you have, have something you wanted to say? Two things that I wanted to do. If you don't have things to say. Edward will say, I think it'd be best if we go. That's all he says. Well, we shouldn't stay here long, yes. Um, we should finish quickly what the things that we have to do, and, and yes, head out. How soon will your armor be done, Cather? That's a great question. I was going to go right back in there and, and check in with that guy. You open the door, and he goes, Ah, perfect timing! We're done! Ooh, I don't know where he got like a jump scare. Wow, that was that was remarkably quick. Thank you. Oh, we oui, we. Oui. Uh, I work for the finest organization in the world. You think it takes me long to put a little enchantment on armor? I'm just going with the French oh, guy. Thank you. Uh, uh, Cather, you got that right. Cather will begin to put on the armor. Uh, and he'll ask, um, so sorry, one one last thing, sir. Yeah. Oh, oh, he scurried away into a back room. 
I just had to take off my sweatshirt and didn't want to violate Twitch's I'm rules. Proud Were you. you wearing pants, DJ? Yes, I am wearing pants. pants. They're just white pants, just like my rest of my body. <laughs> it really does look like you. DJ, DJ makes an appearance. Um, I recently did a, a running with the bulls in my neighborhood where we had to wear all white with little red ascots and then we ran around our neighborhood game chased by shopping carts dressed up as bulls. It was very fun, but I needed white pants. So anyway, oh, wow, that is fun. Um, it was fun. I'll send you pictures. Um, I was I was wondering if you or or you if you knew of uh, somebody in in the within the this this fine establishment. Uh, mm. Possessed any scrolls or books uh, related to that that contain knowledge of of uh, magical exercises? Um, or, or I didn't phrase that very well. Um, you look like a big guy. I mean, do you really need well more? So so more knowledge well, on how to work out. It seems like you got that covered. Well, no, no, I I know how to work out. Yes, thank you. Um, I apologize. I'm not very fluent in, in arcane knowledge, but I've heard of, of many different tomes that help improve uh, your your awareness or your physical ability, uh, your your intelligence by by reading through you them. You want to cheat the system, eh? Well, if you notice that that image of that really big guy that that was just that mm. gave that speech, so we're gonna try and fight him eventually. And I'm a little I'm a little okay. smaller than him. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know a lot about like lifting culture and all that, but I do know that there's a difference between natty and not natty. You know, do you really want to go down this road? You're such, he's got such a good build on you so far. Like, do you really, do you know the side effects? Have Just think about what you have here. <laughs> is Cather about to juice? Okay, so here's the thing. This is, the side effects of steroids include always being stronger and faster healing. <laughs> In well, this world, yes. Well, not, a lot of, just, not a lot of downsides, sounds like. I'm just well, saying. Abinthi, would def Abinthi definitely juiced a little bit. I'm just, I'm just, at any point in time. I'm, cu <laughs> I'm curious and if you have of anything of, of, of that nature. Uh, I don't know of anything at the moment, but... Creatine. Uh, I'll let you. <laughs> if creatine is juicing, you just destroyed a lot of people. Uh, I mean, he wouldn't be able to play in any sports anymore, which would be kind of devastating. That would yeah, suck. your surfing championship, dude. Oh, man. Cather's not the surfing champion. He has oh, a shoot. negative one to dexterity. Oh, that's true. But. No, you're good, dog. Free water <laughs> swimming, open water that, swimming, Ironmans. Cather's a good Iron Man. Yeah, he is. 100%. That's right. I don't got anything. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Here's your armor. Thank you. Yeah. Inside he, he the armor, there is a syringe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I'm not looking for steroids, guys. Um, yes, yeah. you are. You're just it, looking it for the magical like form of steroids. It's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> He's looking for growth formula, DJ. It's different. Listen, man, I'm not I'm not calling you out for it or anything like that because that's exactly what you need to do. At this point, you've literally reached the peak of what you can physically be just off of your skill sets alone. Without magically enhancing your body, you can't go further. Uh -huh. I'm just saying that's the exact same attitude that juicers have. Well, 
let's be Catherine. clear he actually can it just requires it at 20th once you go beyond 20th level you can choose to continue to upgrade your stats Cather, i i know a guy or like <laughs> who had extra arms that's don't that thank got you. them nope, put on i'm, I'm good you know. nope I, I don't need that he knows a guy who knows a guy we could yeah. add on weak arms that way you can start okay. from ground like ground okay. floor uh, as Cather finishes putting on his armor he says all right well Kiyomar and I still need to go to the armory and go check out an alchemist of some sort to get some potions. And by um, armory, he means the weight sets so we can pump those biceps. Bro. Just knocked on my door. I'm sorry, that uh -oh. wasn't a very good joke. Well, let me tell you, uh, Abanthi has been doing two things this whole time. Crunches. Yes, he's just been doing doing a hit workout. <laughs> he saw just he's like 10 he's got minutes. ropes he's got ropes in the back <laughs> um uh Abinthi always carries around the like workout bands at any point in time he pulls them out of his bag and he's like yeah just yeah. resistant he pulls out a full bow flex you're not sure how he got it <laughs> uh he's just getting getting a good pump before he goes and does the two actual things that he's gonna do uh, I'm going to tell you right now without the DM what those two things are and then ask for confirmation once he hopefully returns. Yes. Um, one, Abdi wants to watch the crowd for people who either A, don't seem surprised or B, seem excited about it. About That's about Clovar's message? Yeah, about yeah. this message. Yeah. People who aren't like, oh God, who's the tall buff man? And they're like, yes. So like really quietly. Yeah. Just, they just do just, a quick fist yeah, just, below the table. Just yeah. And then and then move Anyone on. Anyone who's like has a popped collar. Yeah. Or who's, like who's a, a, a monocle. A monocle. That's absolutely. a good sign. That's absolutely. Good sign. No, never trust anyone who wears eyewear that only goes on one eye. Yeah. That no, that's yeah. clear signs of evil. That includes eye patches. Or their glasses are like the light is reflecting, so mm -hmm. you can't see their yeah. eyes. And they and they have to push up their glasses every once in a while and the glare hits them. I just got a noise complaint from the people that live beneath me because they can hear my chair rolling around above their bedroom. Well, what are you doing? And I'm like, I, I I'm sorry. I don't I don't know how to How is your I don't know how to you can share the loudest like, yeah, I don't know. It's not, I'm not complaining about them at all. They're they seem like totally nice people. I'm just annoyed I'm that just there's kidding. a chain. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what have you want you me to do here. Considered taking off the wheels of your chair and just scratching the floor, or yeah, you know, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah. really, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna move that rug, That's and hopefully, choice. that helps. Hey, DM, I yeah. have two things that I have been wanting to do during this time. Okay. One, I want to look at the crowd and I want to scan and pick out people who either A, do not look surprised by this announcement, or B, people who look like kind of pumped about it. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check or investigation, whatever. I, I give up at this point. I'll go with perception. I'm like scared to move now. I've never, never used this dice before. Ooh, yeah. that's a number. That's an what? 18 plus 8. That's a 26. Yeah, never mind. I look out. 26. Oh, sorry. I was reading comments. Um, 
26. So there, it's, it's hard to find specific people that aren't super surprised because there's a lot of people that aren't really surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's too many people for it to be yeah. suspicious. I'm, I'm looking it's not for a ones, common thing. The ones who are like acting a little too cool about yeah, it. Yeah. The like, ones that are a little I, too pumped up, a little maybe too. A, a popped collar, a monocle, mm-hmm. those kinds of <laughs> little, things. A little popped collar, a yeah. little moniker. Yeah. Um, and I'll point them out to Edward because he might know who they are. I'll be like, yeah, that, that one, that one, that mm, one, that one, that one. Shane. Oh, guard, Gardrin. There's maybe one or two that are like, yo, like that was pretty dope. Like, Do either of them have crab arms? No. <laughs> How about no. the crab arm guy? Lithicora. Do you look specifically for crab arm, dude? Lithicora. I mean, Edward, no. Edward will. Edward, yeah. Edward, you go just beeline it, just anywhere your eyes can go uh, for Lithicora. And he's standing there. He's got his arms crossed. Which arms? Um, and it's kind of yeah, interesting because yeah. he has his arms crossed and then he has one of his claws kind of like stroking his chin a little bit. Um, and you can yeah, tell that he's kind of like deep in thought. The other one is scratching his back. Um, yeah, the other one's just no. The other one's just hanging there. Um, it's hard to tell with Lithicora again. It's like he's a hard person to read. He's been playing this this courtroom game for a long time. Um, I'll have you go ahead and make an invest an insight check as well, uh, Edward. Okay. He's shifty. I don't. I think yeah. that we should probably just get Sh- rid of shifty him. is a good word for him. Like I I get wouldn't put him in my inner circle, but I also can't just outright accuse him of anything because he hasn't done anything i can 22 22 exactly what i just said to aaron shifty like he's he's innocent until proven guilty but like if he was guilty you wouldn't really be surprised i'm putting this man's driving manual this guy's getting this guy's getting plane shifted to hell i'm just i'm just just so you guys i'm just gonna do this real quick i'm gonna have us take a quick like five minute break so that i can put this rug under my wait setup right here you just go put your rug on your set dog, oh, I will you have to do it so hard okay all right yeah, i'll be back do i just thing. i don't want my this is the second time my neighbors have come up here to complain about noise the first time was when i was building this loft and the second time is now about this chair and like it's very annoying having them and they even had their doctor write annoy uh, their doctor wrote a message because the wife like just got out of the hospital and needs a quiet environment or something like that That's so i'm just rough. like I really don't want to deal with this. I'm just gonna. That's horrible of you. I want to like just solve the problem and move on. So I'm gonna take five minutes. I'm sorry. I'll be right buying them earplugs. All right. For some reason, stream went down right when I needed to fix my chair. It's all Uh, DJ's fault. Didn't fix my chair because I need two people because I gotta lift the loft to move the rug to try and make a little less noise. So I'm currently sitting on a bar stool that is as low as it can go, but the lowest that it can go is the height of my desk, and this is my my bed right here so um you you look so miserable i'm kind of just slouched over here so we're gonna we're gonna do a thing we're gonna keep going and i don't know how long we're gonna keep going for but when we reach a good stopping point we'll reach a good stopping point this is the exact posture of a dad watching their son play t-ball i was gonna say the same it looks (laughs) like he's about to give us some like advice that we didn't ask for like keep your eye on the ball Okay, you're gonna find that the ball like comes at you pretty fast. Don't swing at okay. cheese. 
Okay, so when it's coming at you pretty fast, okay, you gotta watch for the drop. Okay, once it drops, that's when you swing hard. Remember, you elbow keep up, elbow tight. up. You got, you got to keep them in tight. That back Skip over, into up, it. Come on, you know, and you're just gonna. You're, what you're doing is you're on, not swinging, rotating, rotating about. your core. Hips, that's, hips. <laughs> anyway, I played baseball when I was like six. Same, I played on the team with Grant. Hey, that's true. That's how we met. Actually, it's one league game. And yeah, that's a whole thing. I should have gone into pole vault. I know a lot more about pole vault. We mm. beat the undefeated team, and that was the first game our team won. <laughs> and then we immediately awesome. lost. Uh, so anyway, DJ, um, yes, DM. Yes, it I is going to be an uncomfortable half that I would like to do. Okay. <laughs> Other than scanning, I pick out the two people that I'm like. Yep, they're probably evil. Snipe them. Um, Snipe them into hell. Absolutely. I'm, I'm tempted. Uh, but no, I'll just I, mark him down. I'll, I'll point him out to, to Edward so that way he can be like, oh yeah, those two people should be brought in for questioning. Yeah, make great um, sketches of their faces. Absolutely. Well, you are an artist. Mm. A vocal artist, but, you know, close enough. Yeah. Uh, I the, second thing, the second thing I would like to do is I would like to go to Ball of Smoke metal ball big sending stone okay i yeah, would like you, to learn you... information about this stone okay make a arcana check what are you looking for specifically specifically I, I specifically i'm looking for like two three-ish things one are all of all of them connected so like they all have to have some central routing system that i assume is on a timer of some sort like, was this a recorded broadcast or was it live? Okay. And and if it was recorded, are they all interconnected or do are they each on their own independent network? Um, the second thing that I want to know is, like, I've previously hacked into other people's sending stones. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do that at a later point in time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, I want to pick up on this frequency. And so sometime down the line, I could theoretically use these to broadcast to every major oh, city in the world. So yeah, yep. I like this yep. plan. Go ahead and make an arcana check. Okay, that will be a very large number. That would be a what's seventeen plus fourteen? Thirty-one. Twenty. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. So, to answer your first question, they're not all interconnected to each other. They're all connected to the source. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's like there's the main source and it branches out, but all those branches aren't connected to each other. It's just to okay. the main source. I'm looking uh, at a branch that's connected to a truck. Exactly. That other exactly. branches are connected to. Exactly. Um, you also know that the broadcast was live. It was not a pre-recorded broadcast. Um, so it was a live one that was sent out through the main one, the source, and sent out all the branches. You also know that because of these two factors, hacking the system and trying to get so you could broadcast all of them would be pretty difficult. Not really. Oh, difficult on a scale of one to 40. I don't know, like a 35. That's too 36. That's that's pretty light work. I can can manage that. I got a plus 17 to Arcana. I'll, I'll be fine. You little guy. You. When the time comes, <laughs> Aaron's like, to... as long as I roll an eighteen or above, I. Well, succeed. I mean, look, I mean, we can we can do the semantics, but like, Edward's got bardic inspiration. 
we can probably find a guidance somewhere around. Just sprinkle a little bit of stuff in there. Sure. We'll, we'll make it work when the time comes. All right. All right. Mark it down, everybody. <sighs> let it be known. This is a thing that DJ said. Yep. <laughs> Never let him live it down. Oh, my God. Ow. Okay. So those are the things that I needed to know, and I'm not satisfied with knowing them. Great. Excellent. I assume that we do the things that we needed to do. Yes. Cather, you are wanting to go grab some potions. Yep. You're able to grab two potions of speed. Nice. Would you like any healing potions? Uh, yes, that was the other thing I was going to look for. Light work, don't need them. What What do you uh, What do you want for healing potions? Anything they have. Great. You. I'll take your entire stock. They They have <laughs> I, a lot of healing potions because there's a lot of guys that want them. We're going to corner the like, market. Yo, you can have five. Okay, great. Are they five, put up a like, just basic like, healing potions? Because no, of five demand. greater healing potions. Five because greater superior. quantity what's, has what's been limited ones? to, like, what's five? Like four, 48. What's the, what's, the, what's the ones that's, like, 44? 44? Probably, superior. Probably superior. I think it's healing. superior. Let's say superior. You have five superior healing potions. Okay. I, I was right. A greater healing potion is 44 plus four. Oh, yeah, you have four, greater. five greater healing potions this is very uncomfortable i couldn't tell you look like you're incredibly relaxed and not at all in a bad situation you look very sad it doesn't at all look like someone's (laughs) threatening you behind the camera now that i love that frame that needs to be a thumbnail or something that was awesome (laughs) for the podcast listeners dj is sitting like slouched his entire body in frame um, he's in tattered clothing, and his head is <laughs> against a metal clothing. ceiling. It's like you um, tried I feel like to you're fit, embellishing a little bit here. <laughs> it's like he tried to fit like a six foot person in, in a five foot coffin. Like it kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm in a coffin. It's hot. Yeah. It's a little steamy. Really slouched over. It kind of looks like when you put your foot in a shoe that's too small, but the shoe is clear. And so you can see the, you can see the my head is squish. just a big toe being scrunched. So yeah. the gang gets back together yeah. after Guys, purchasing our various together. things and doing our little. Oh magic yeah, DJ, garbage. how much did that set me back? Um, I don't know. They charge you like at like base cost fees, so it's probably like four hundred gold. Okay. Question: If I go with him. Can I look at them and say, can you put this on House Thane's tab? <laughs> just that's, go. That's, Unfortunately, that's not how it that's works. really yes. unnecessary. I know that we have like infinite wealth, but also I kind of just want to charge them for no reason. I mean, yeah, I have I have just in the bag of holding alone 15,000 gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're that, that doesn't oh, yeah. even include like oh, yeah. the vaults and gambits keep or like all the money that's still like in the pyramid yeah or the horde that you have from the dead king who is the ruler of a pirate nation for a long time yeah so we and got let's we got not talk about all the money wrapped up in the fellows aldernite yeah, yeah plus the fact that night. you had a thriving business we got we got we got a lot of money yeah um so the question is now where do we want to go? So we know that our next order of business is killing the Dragon King. Record him. Um, Correct. 
but we have to find him first. Well, the 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 chosen said that they knew the like mountain range, didn't they? Yeah, he's he's in Rivaluna. In Rivaluna. So so do we want to stop by the keep and then head to Rivaluna? Uh, yeah, we could probably uh, do that. I mean, do we plan. need to stop by the keep? I like to yeah, stop that's by what the I keep. Was wondering. You would like yeah, to stop, we'll by, stop the keep? by the keep? Okay, uh, sure. We can stop by the keep. Just just for no particular reason. <laughs> I don't like what you're doing. Let's see. Here. We haven't don't had a long is. rest I don't in like a while. <laughs> uh, that and also, I I do need like uh, I, just, I yeah, would yeah, like yeah. to get started on. Uh, I I kept forgetting to mention it, which hopefully doesn't come back to bite me. But I would like to start on another clone. Uh, oh, that's, that's okay. fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and my clone materials are at Gambit There are other reasons that definitely aren't meta gaming. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I would love to go back to the keep. So you guys make your way to at the entrance where the teleportation circle is. Um, I just can't find a way to be comfortable. It, <laughs> Poor yeah, guy. It's at the perfect Poor height guy. to be at the perfectly wrong height. This is a lot of... I think I got to do the slouch. I think the slouch is what I got to do. That right now. Also, you so, have a piece of wood just like... Just it's like a plank. Just on digging your into my blades. shoulder blades. It's it's real nice, uh, which is a shame because these chairs are actually pretty comfortable. Whoa! For... Oh my! This is the, the, my favorite episode of the Paper Dungeon. <laughs> for the <laughs> podcast listeners, DJ's corkboard. There's ever over. an episode to watch for the podcast listeners. This is a good one. All right, let's the, just get his, life put back in the order. The bulletin board took a tumble. Um, this entire episode could just uh, have yakety sacks over it. What is the whole time? What is this? This is that. Uh, that's the name that's, of the song. That's the that's Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, no, it yeah. isn't. It is yakety sacks. No, no, Aaron's correct. <laughs> You're not <laughs> doing the music. Aaron's correct. No, that was job. the hamster dance, dude. I I will go to your room. And I will beat you up live on camera. I will do it. Don't even test me. Anyway, so we gather Making together yourself, and we DJ's teleport life to Gambit's is falling Keep. apart. Bro, that's been happening Keep. for like five months now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oddly specific number. You want to talk about that, story forward. You guys make your way to the entrance of the church, to where the teleportation circles are. And go through the familiar sensation of teleporting back to Gambit's Keep. Uh, uh, um, that was a little. It's more like a. Uh, you know. Um, you I feel so unprofessional right now. Like I don't try to be professional, you, but the fact that I'm slouching in a chair, which is like my fair, hands. Though, just this angle here, makes you look kind of jacked, bro. I feel. I feel seen. Yeah. Oh, um, look at those shoulders. Holy straight up boulder shoulders, bro. Boulder. The boulder <laughs> like, is confused. Like little uh, baby heads poking out of your <laughs> you know. <laughs> Guys <laughs> tele- teleport to Gambit's Keep. Please do. When you arrive, it is just as it's supposed to be. There's nothing to be concerned about. Uh, and you guys it's like it's early evening, it's like five o'clock or so. Real quick, while while Abinthe goes and does some of the stuff he wants to do, Catherine's just gonna real quick pop outside mm-hmm. and look towards the island where where Teracalmos's keep used to be. Oh, okay. Uh, you, is uh, there is there like any like just, obviously I'm far away. 
but like is there like any obvious like smoke rising yeah from- no that's exactly what's going on you see three major plumes of smoke rising from different portions of the keep yeah that's not surprising okay yep. what? They, they definitely got that piece of the rod yeah um Catherine, make a perception check for me no i would love nothing more dm i would love nothing more perception I hate- Twenty-four. What was it? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. That's a banger. Ooh, that's a banger. Um, as you're looking out over the water towards Terracolomos' island, the plumes of smoke coming off of it. Eventually, you you finish with your your um confirmation. Yeah. That this the part of the rod that they took was from Terracomos Island. When you notice, out of just the corner of your eye, kind of back off to your your right, over your right shoulder, kind of this glint in the light, as if there's almost like a an orb or so in the in the sky that just glints in the distance. But when you turn to go see it, it's it's gone. Mm. So we're being scryed on. Lovely. A UFO. I can. I hope so. Yes. Aliens. I hope aliens. This is the I, plot twist you never I expected. Hope, yes, I hope that aliens. It's just That's what this campaign needs. Yeah. Aliens. A new threat. A new threat. That's what I'm gonna do. The next time Clovar's gonna go public and on. On the broadcast, it's just someone's just gonna show up, like snap his neck, and then be like, "Listen, so we're from Mars, and we're taking over." <laughs> hey, spoilers. <laughs> uh, Aventy reappears after doing stuff, I assume, and sees stoic Cather gazing out across the sea. Yeah, and I go, Cather, because I assume that he's like on the wall, and I'm below. Why are you stoically gazing out to sea? <laughs> he just he just he just turns around and like climbs down like the ladder or whatever to get His down next to Abby. in the wind. And he just says, "Well, <laughs> I wanted to check to see if there was any obvious signs that perhaps they found another piece of the rod at Terracolmos' keep, which Ooh. they have. Also, we're, I'm pretty sure either right now or we have been previously scryed upon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap my, uh, my walking stick to the ground, and uh, and I'll cast uh, um, detect magic. <laughs> okay. What's the range of Detect Magic? That's an excellent question, DM, and one that I'm going to tell you shortly. Uh, 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 30 feet. 30 feet? Within 30 feet around you, there's obviously a number of magical enchantments, mostly those concerning the keep. You know, your glyphs of warding, where you've hollowed the ground, mm-hmm. so on and mm-hmm. so forth. You don't seem any... There's nothing out of the ordinary within 30 feet of you. I'll I'll do like some rounds. I'll get up on the wall. Okay. I'll like yeah. I'll like the last ten minutes, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. I've got ten minutes. Plus, I yeah. I can cast this a good couple of times. You start making your rounds, trying to kind of figure out 
what might be going on. Um, after a little while, you notice a little ping on your radar, something that's not supposed to be there. Uh, one of mine. Outside of the walls. Um, oh. Just kind of clutched to the base of the wall. There is a, a, a little bit of a magic aura as someone is invisibly clutched to the wall, trying with all of their might to be as silent as possible. I'm going to assume uh, I've been walking around with Abinthe this whole time because Catherine's yeah. on edge. I'm going to, I'm going to like, not, I'm just, I'm just going to keep walking and I'm going to do my rounds mm-hmm. and I'm going to pass within like, like within one square range. You, you're passing by Abinthe with your ears kind of like perked up mm-hmm. and you just hear a. Uh, and, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to. I'm, I'm going to stop. It's going to be like in a horror movie for this guy. And it's totally purposeful. I'm just going to stop like right in front of him. And I'm just going to pause there. And I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to look at Catherine. And like, I don't know. I'm, I haven't seen anything. Nothing's popping up. Um, hey, DM, <laughs> did I hear the breathing too? <laughs> Make a perception check. That's so much. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, I believe you for sure. That twenty-five. That's... Oh yeah, absolutely. You heard it about fifteen feet back. You're like, wait, is someone breathing? Is that Abinthe? And, and then you like and look I, at Abinthe. And he's and cool, I, like, calm, I look at him, and I'm just giving him death glares. Like, don't, you do <laughs> <laughs> don't say a word. Don't ruin this for me. Can, can um, I? Can I incite Abathy to try and get a vibe as to what his goal with this is? You don't is? even have to incite him. You know exactly what Abathy's goal is. Abathy's goal is to torture this person mentally and emotionally before eventually revealing themselves and actually torturing them to get the answers. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> You're just like, yeah, Abathy wants to psychologically re- abuse this person before he Cath- physically tortures them. Cather kind of reading this, just like... It just gives us a very slight nod, and then he just kind of leans his hand up against the wall. It's just right. Actually, happened, dude. He's like, obviously, I think I, maybe, maybe I, maybe you're right. Maybe nobody is here. Maybe I just, maybe I just was just seeing things before when I, you know, when I caught that glimpse in the corner of my of, of my eye. I, that maybe just, just to be safe. I'll activate the auto kill defense mechanism connected to the walls, so that if anything brushes up against it that isn't uh, isn't qualified to be here, it'll just instantly. Then watch. Anakazima. Footprints slowly appear in the grass, just like taking a half step off the wall. Um, oh, maybe maybe then, uh, Maybe you should use. I mean. Maybe I should actually, I should use some of my magic to detect it to see if anybody is, is nearby, actually. Maybe I should just do that. Uh, At this I point, mean... there's a, a little bit of a shuffle in the grass as someone's like frantically <laughs> running away. Uh, yeah, at this point in time, my, my little Alakazim, Alakazah, uh, I'm, I'm just going to cast a, a like, oh, sheet. What, what's the, what's the name of it? Uh, it's gushing. The, the, the not dispel magic. Dispel magic. I couldn't remember the name of it. My like Alakazim, Alakazim. <laughs> <laughs> just, just gonna dispel the magic on the guy. You 
cast the spell magic and reveal this tiny little kobold. Just a, a tiny little dude. He might as well be a Komodo dragon, mm. you know, mm. like just a small guy, probably about two feet tall, super skinny. Hasn't had a cricket in a while. Uh, we kind of he's very like scantily clad. He's got like basically a loincloth on, just like stopping his tracks. Before, ah, like, there he is. Good job, everybody. Oh my you guys. <laughs> what? There was someone here. The whole the my whole time. It, a true master of stealth. Oh, incredible. Um, I listen. This is real awkward for me. Um. Yeah. So who are you? You could not tell my boss about this. That depends. By all who's, means, who's your that, boss? That'd be real. Uh, um. Uh, By the way, at this you, at this point, Cather has uh, closed the distance. And yes. Oh hi! And he's like, definitely him, definitely have a hand on each yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah, he de- hundred percent. Uh huh. Yeah. So who who's your boss? <laughs> if it would be great for us to know, that way we can make sure not to tell him that that this happened. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a good point. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> It's, 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 uh... Well, okay, no, there's another Rikorum? option. Oh, you're bo- another. Oh, Rikorum, okay, oh, lovely. Rikor- well, it, uh, first of all, is that's that good. the truth? That's, we're, we're good friends with Rikorum. Are you, are the you lying to us? Dragon King. I need to know. Abenthi needs Am to know. Am I lying to you? Lying. It, I'm not going to ask I, you. I would never lie. No, 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 I'm not is lying. Is that lying to me, DM? <laughs> roll an insight check. I would also <laughs> love to roll an insight check, DM. Go for it. That's going to be an 18. Uh, uh, he's definitely not lying to you. Yeah. He was a spy for Rekorum. All right. I mean, that's... Right. So, I told you. Mm-hmm. You, uh... So, that's help, a, thing. help a brother out and, uh... I'm actually very interested go. to know... How, how did you... How did you get here? Um... Okay, do I fear you more or Rikorum more? I just, I just, I just, just give a little bit of a pinch on the shoulder, you know, just, just kind of uh, okay, yeah, cramp yeah, in yeah, a little okay, bit. All right, listen, 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 listen. You're going to get me to talk, okay? All right, I need to know that I got immunities here, okay? I heard what you guys did to Varim Rysir, okay? And that's some pretty ballsy stuff. Not going to lie, not going to lie, okay? I can, I can respect that, okay? But... I got a higher authority that I got to answer to, okay? So if I'm going to talk to you, I need to know that I'm protected from said higher authority. I'm going I'm to say... We, we, we will Catherine. promise We will promise that we will keep you safe from Rikorum. I, I say, hey, hey, Katha, would you mind just real quick laying a hand on my shoulder? On your shoulder? Yeah. How far, how far away is Avanti from me? I'm He's right next, right next to you. Oh, good. You okay. both have a hand on this two foot tall cold oh, shoulder. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I put a hand on his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plane shift us all into hell. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. It's unwilling. Be willing. He he will have to make a saving throw. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I will attempt to plane shift us all into hell. Okay. All right. What's the what's the DC? Twenty two. Yeah, that's not happening. And it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to be charisma. 
Well, uh, we'll see if he makes a natural it's, 20. It's charisma for banishment. I know that. Least. That was a natural two. He fails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to teleport him to just the scariest possible location I can think of in hell. Nice. Okay. Um, you've been around. Yeah. I've, uh, uh, my uh, fiance took me on a tour. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You, you specifically, you remember there was a really horrible part of hell that you had to kind of make your way through. Whereas, like, there's all those spines, if you remember, mm-hmm. that kind of, like, gravitated towards you. And it was just, like, you couldn't help but constantly be torn up because they just kind of appeared in front of you. You you arrive there. Mm-hmm. Flint shifting makes this tiny cobalt immediately tosses. I, yeah, I, I'm just, just holding him by the scruff of the neck, and I just point him, like, away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you point him away, and immediately one of these branches just goes... And you like point him and just ah ah hey 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 yeah no 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 let's be clear here that's it Adam I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one guess who's the person who's supposed to be talking right now ah just point okay so you were talking about higher authority I'm I'm gonna talk to you about lower authority this is hell uh. Also, my fiance lives here. Um, so I don't. I don't think that you really get to get to bargain, because I could just leave you here. But, but, and and you won't get to go to Dragon Heaven. But because your soul's already in hell, buddy. The the blue one is a uh, good. Oh, he, he's I, good cop here. I'm not. To, yeah, no, even a cop. Can I at least get like a cup of coffee then? Here. You get a what? <clears throat> Never mind. <laughs> I can get you a river of blood to drown you in. I can get you that. Uh, uh, no, 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 that won't. That won't be necessary. How, how did you get next to my house, little punk? <laughs> um, carefully. No, <laughs> a lot of dragonflowers. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was not easy planting those. <laughs> I, so, I, so why are you here? Are you here to just are you here to spy? Are you here to mess something up? Are you here to report? Are you here to distract us? Um. Well, I I was reporting on what uh what defenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how are you he, reporting? With what? Uh, he pulls out a. Sending stone. I grab uh-huh. that. I take. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Right. To give that to a good cop. <laughs> yeah, and I put it in, my, in, my, in the bag. All right. How far did you get? I mean, guys have been gone a few days. I was able to uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get a pretty good look at things. Did you so, actually make it inside the keep? No, no, nah, no, nah, you got that place locked up tight. But I was able to see all the defenses on the outside. I got the catapults in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you got the rotating guard. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and you, you reported all of this back to back to your boss. If I say yes, are you going to kill me? No, no. I, oh, well, okay. Well, if that's the case, then yeah. Yeah, I got it all back, though. No, yeah. there are things worse than death. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, now. So, one thing that I'm curious about is cool uh, off. you hold him. Is uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he just grabs him by the scruff. Now one thing, one thing that I would like to know I'm a is, like intelligent being too. You know, you can just 
We can just talk. Doesn't look like it for you me, know, not for long. Uh, we, we too, we too actually, uh, uh, funnily enough, wish to see your your boss and actually see his his oh, lovely that's good. He's on his way. and fortress. Yeah, he, what's the time in Punk? He he's what's on his way to, to he's on his way to Gambit's Keep. Yeah, they're gonna mess you up real bad. Uh huh. How At, fast? Tell oh. me when. Tell me where. I'll meet him anytime, any place. Uh, I I I don't know how fast he can and, fly. From and and do you know? Do you know? Is fast. it? How many is it? Just the rest of the dragons? I, don't know. I was just I was just diving to red core. I don't know if it's just him or if it's like him. And you got to do better guy. than that. You got to do better. Uh it's definitely at least one dragon. Definitely the big man. The the big boss. Is uh, it probably more than one dragon? Probably more than one dragon. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing at least at least two or three. Not gonna lie. At least two or three. They, they I think pretty you pissed mean off that you killed two his or son. Three. Well, I'm sorry. What? I think you mean only two and three. Do you know who we are? Uh, Killing dragons is what we do! (laughs) I open my bag and it's just filled with dragon parts. I'm like, yeah, I bet you knew this one. It's dead now. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you you harvested his son? This is going to be you, buddy. Oh my gosh. Oh, he's so going to kill you. Oh, he's not just going to kill you. He's going to like burn you to a crisp and then like put you over a spit and keep burning you. Okay, okay. Apathy, 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 apathy. All right, all right. Apathy, what else? Is there anything else you would like to know? There's a lot of things that I want to know. From this guy specifically? From this guy specifically? Listen, man, I got a wife and kid, man. Does he have a wife and kid? Yeah, you got a wife and kid. Yeah, is, it, yeah, is that the truth? Is that the truth? Roll an inside check. <laughs> 26. Absolutely not. I, I, say, I, I look at him, I go, hey, hey, what's, what's, I want to know, this is something I want to know. What's, what's your name? Oh, uh, my, my name's, my name's Gronk. Gronk? Gronk, oh, yeah. Gronk? Yeah. Hey, hey, Gronk. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, friend. But pal. Wait, 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 I thought, I thought, wait, are you the guy comes to, ah. This is not your talking time. Gronk, at this point in time, I thought that we knew each other well enough for you to not lie to me. I'm, I'm, I honestly, I'm here's the thing, Gronk. Here's the thing. I, I want you to get out of this. I do, I really do. I really do. I, I don't, uh, you're the bad uh, guy, man. I don't, I don't like you. I, you know, a lot of people don't. There's a good reason for that. This feels much more like the good cop thing that, that he should be saying. Oh, no, that's because I'm, I'm disappointed now, Gronk. Oh, no. Yeah. But uh, you lied to me. That hurts. That cuts deep. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know, I know a lot of things that cut deep, Gronk. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, they, they, hey, take uh, it easy, okay? Hey, Ka- hey, uh, I, I told you what you yeah, wanted, yeah, okay? Yeah. Hey, Katha, uh, uh, how, do you mind what happens to this guy? I don't know when I turned into this accent. I, oh. <laughs> this is my threatening oh. accent. Oh, here, here. Katha, uh, oh, still holding this, holding. he just holds him up with one hand, takes out, ah, okay. t- he right. takes Again, out, he, he, right. he unsheathes his sword. Okay, that's a sword. Because I'm just saying, okay. I, don't, I don't really oh, want to kill him right oh, now. Oh, he okay. might come in useful later. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm very useful. As, very, he, very as, useful. He, as he's holding the blade to the neck. So, okay. All right, that's, so oh, here, that's here's sharp. the thing. I said uh-huh. that we would protect you from my quorum. Uh-huh. I never said anything about us. 
I don't know if you can if you can. That is some anybody. dark stuff there, man. I thought you were the good guys. Uh, I'm oh, lawful, I'm lawful neutral, wrong. not lawful good. Ah, oh no! You're okay, to the right. of, One of the champions of God of Death, buddy. He doesn't do life. Uh, so, okay. all right, all right. Take it easy. Take it easy. So, if you do want to live, which I would, yeah, yeah. I would love to spare your life as well. Okay, great. Let's do that. That sounds like a good plan. That means you're gonna have to be useful. I'm very useful. Mm -hmm. I'm very useful. What, good. what do you need me to do? Good. What, do you, what do you want from me? Listen, man, I, I, I have no loyalties to anybody. I go to the highest bidder. What do you want? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Katha. I don't, I don't think we need him right now. Right well, now. So yes. let's, let's give him a little bit of time to cool off. Yeah. About that. I, I, I think hey. that's a great idea. I, uh -huh. I, I think we even have a place for him to stay, don't we? Yeah. Hey, Gronk, can, can you say, just repeat after me? Uh, repeat yeah. after me? I consent. I really feel like I shouldn't say that. I mean... I just start to unsheath my sword. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I thought you said that I shouldn't lie to you. You don't have to lie, you just have to say it. This, this is some dark stuff, guys. Well, I don't think you have a lot of options. Look, uh, I just don't want to go through the trouble of you trying to resist me. Oh, I, I, I consent. Great, I'm just going to plane shift him to a demi-plane that has nothing in it. Oh, that's it is, terrible. It is like a 20-foot cube of blank that's slate bright gray white nothingness. And I'm just going to send it there and I go, he'll be fine. Yeah, right. Anyway, so uh, we should, we should get back right? to the keep. Yeah, we should get out. Hey, as, he, as, he as he resheathes the sword. That yeah. was, that was, that was evil. Uh, yes, that was. As, that's some, like, Nazi stuff right there, as we, man. It was not cool, though. As we, that's as so we get bad. back to Gambit's Keep, um, Cather will ask, Right, so if Rikorum is coming to Gambit's Keep, that makes things actually significantly easier for us. I know, we don't have to find him. Because, because we also don't have to find, fight him in his own stronghold. Mm -hmm. Which you makes see, things this... significantly easier. I tried to convince people to try to plant and grow the the like dragon slayers here, and no one would listen to me because they oh it, it would interfere with the flying ship, oh it interferes with air traffic and any significant thing with wings. Sometimes it even kills people who jump a little high off the ground. That's way too dangerous to place. It can attack things from miles away. And now we're facing the consequences. Very true. However, now, if we are fighting Rikorum, the King of the Dragons, and other dragons, I feel like we are going to need to call in some backup. I mean, we have a... So, also, so... DJ had messaged me to come up with the defenses of Gambit's Keep, and included in those was a garrison of private guards hand-chosen by you. By me? Yes. Yeah! yeah. It was definitely Cathy that did it. So we do have, like, an on-hand enough to man all of the things with plus some extra. Nice. Uh, You've got a small militia. Yeah. 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 That's good. So, yeah. So we've like got people who can at least, at least could... man the ballista and yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. And, and like, do we want to call in any, any other friends? We should also probably go talk to Edward and Kiamor about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. I forgot that they went with us. They probably wouldn't have approved of that. That was pretty metal. No, that, no, no, that was, no, no, no. We're, we're at the keep. No, no, no. No, they, they went yeah, back. Yeah, we, 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 we placed it back to the keep. 
Yeah, you guys were you, lucky outside of the keep, or, or yeah, like we're like walking oh, we'll, into we'll the keep. Shift inside. Yeah, inside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Just to where we were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Before we exited. And, before uh, you yeah, exited, I, like where you before you like where you like outside the walls or inside the walls? No, inside, inside the walls. The walls. Yeah. Okay. Like inside the keep or just inside like the courtyard walls? This is important. Uh, inside. I, I would probably honestly plane shift us close to where I think Edward probably would be. Okay, so uh, like inside but, the key. Okay. Yeah, like inside inside the key. Yeah. Edward! I, I can say what Edward's been doing. Um, what has Edward been up to? As your friends do Nazi level horrible things. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's basically just standard Jeez. Italian mafia. <laughs> oh that's, my that's not goodness. that bad. We just threatened one person. Just threatened him and then locked him, him up in in a sa- like in a padded white room where he'll go insane in two days. It's not padded. This is basically a, a human experiment right here. No, it's- I've already I already know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so Edward, as soon as they entered the keep and uh-huh. there was smoke around. The first thing he did was check on his mother, of course, to make sure yeah. that, like, she's okay. Oh, yeah, she's fine. Thank God. Second of all. No, you find her was... dead, limpless body. Every Jeez. time. Well, you know what? I didn't know what to expect. You're you know, like, I is, wouldn't put it back. These are some bad guys. Uh, that cobalt seemed pretty evil. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely safer with the wizard. <laughs> um... So, and the smoke was rising from, like, fire and stuff, right? Like, yeah. 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 So, Edward's just been literally, like, taking charge and, like, cleaning stuff up, right? Making right. sure there's not any more fire and stuff oh, like that. He's been the doing fire that is on a The nice thing island. is that the fire is not at Gambit's Keep. It's at Terracolomosis Castle. I, for some I... reason, in my mm-hmm. brain, I forgot that that was the case. So, I guess he's just been sweeping the whole keep. <laughs> Since people had been there just recently, anxiously like, sleeping. Sure. Yeah, he's yes, actually sleeping in the broom. No, he's he's like uh, combing through the keep and making oh, sure that everything we, I everything is. You meant sweeping with a broom? No, no, I followed. No, I followed what he was doing. You're, he's yeah, just you're assessing making, the whole thing, making sure that, that nothing was taken, not, nobody broke in. Yeah. That's what he's been doing, and he's been yeah. like telling people to do the same. Yeah, you, you, you. Send the garrison out to kind of make the rounds. You make some rounds yourself. It seems like inside the keep, everything's ship shape, just exactly how Perfect. you like. Perfect. At this so, point, Aventy shows up. Edward! Camera! Huh? I'm here. Why do you want? One moment. Get, come over. Get over here. We have important pressing news. Okay. Camera jogs in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baywatch runs. Edward. Edward is speaking with like a one of the like workers or maintainers of the keep and just like just t- saying some things about some s- extra things they need to make sure is the thing. And then they scurry away and Edward will join the group and be like, so oh, you some... did see well, you did see what happened on the island, right? Yes. Yes. I, I did see that. And actually thanks, some, thanks. So, some more news. Uh, Abathy assisted me in, in finding a kobold spy that was lurking around. Yes. And oh, is that right? Long story short, uh, Rikorum is on his way here right now, probably with some other dragons to fight us. Right now? Yes. Uh, by right now, do you mean he's like we don't have any is planning on? We don't know time, when he's going to be here. A couple of days, but likely soon. 
It is at this moment that we hear a big where there is an eruption outside. Yeah. Shut up. Oh, like from the from the dragon flowers. Like from somebody blowing up the dragon flowers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unsheath the sword. <laughs> immediately is is rush starting to rush out. Yes. You oh, rush out no. into the courtyard and see three colossal dragons. Yeah. Just absolutely mad, like just huge, easily twice the size of Vareem Rysir and even Emra, maybe even Emra, uh, being the ancient dragon that she was. Nice. And they are just unloading their breath weapons and uh, just different explosions all around the keep. Kind of, you quickly realize that they're getting rid of the dragon flowers to kind of clear the battlefield for them to be able to like siege the keep themselves. Now, they've okay. planned this. They've strategized a little bit with this. Oh, and we've and, and so and Rikorum is one of the dragons we see. Glinting in the light, very similarly to Varim Rysir, the biggest of the three dragons by a sizable chunk. You see this beautiful sapphire dragon with ever so slightly varying shades of blue along his scales. This immense wingspan easily large enough to kind of sit on top of the keep if he wanted to like just a massive creature with gold chains that adorn around his neck and across his shoulders and up onto his thing onto his wings like his wing shoulders however you describe those um he has beautiful chains kind of hanging off his horns which have golden caps to them he's got a ring coming out of his nose um just adorned to the wazoo with different beauty marks and different adornments. You can also see a number of massive scrawling um, craters and crevices across the scales. You can tell that this is a dragon who has seen battle many times against creatures much more fearsome than yourselves. Glinting in the light, soaring above you, releasing breath weapon after breath weapon, destroying the dragon flowers all around, causing a chain reaction of explosions to kind of uh, to muddle your ears a little bit. With this attack, we're going to go ahead and end tonight's stream. I know it's a little early. I'm dying in this seat here. I don't know. I don't know. Like say, position. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I, say I, this is by far the most so comfortable good. position. But I hate this position. This is the best you've ever looked on the paper dungeon. It's this like clean. the way you're sitting. We're... Can you like deliver? Hey, Drew, kill the music if there's music playing. I want you to deliver like some kind of line like, "Welcome to the paper dungeon. We're happy you're here." I got it. I got it. anything at all. Thank you guys so much for watching. Good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. We'll see you next time. Have a great rest of your week. It's like a boudoir photo. Yeah, it sounds really nice. <laughs> like with the with the with the shiny pants. The pants do shine in the light. All right, goodbye, guys. <laughs> Bye, goodbye, everybody. I kind of oh, we not, we I, I thought that we actually left. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
We'll see you next time, Dungeoneers.